Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> Not even funny, Kamar. Oh, I try. Uh, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, my name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. What's up, sluts? And Simon. What's up? Um, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. And then we're going to discuss each episode uh, and some of the talking points. Kamar, how was your wild week? Uh, well, for starters, I got the old um, heads up from my phone. You know, it tells you how much screen time you've averaged. Yeah. And I averaged nine hours a day. Sweet mother of God. I've started uh, watching disc golf. Oh, Brody, Brody Stevens? No, no, the the real league. Yeah, he's in it now. No, Brody Stevens is dead. Not Brody Stevens. Who's the, there's a, <laughs> he committed suicide. Oh. That, that's hard to play Frisbee golf from the grave. I mean. It is, yes, it is. Yeah. So anyways, it's not that Brody Stevens, maybe another Brody Stevens. Anyways, it's gone low. And then on Saturday, I had a threesome. So, you know, and I'm in the room with this guy. <laughs> Did he just throw that in there like it was nothing? Yeah, willy nilly. It is. It okay, is. well, you're going to have to elaborate on that one for us, Kay. What were the guy's names? Uh, <laughs> Brody and Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kamar, last time um, you mentioned that you had a threesome and we breezed over it. The fans got very upset, so... You want another gory details? Expand. Um, so I was hanging out with a girl, and we were just watching the fights and fucking around. And then um, that's why you weren't here. That's why we didn't see you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, out of the blue, my ex called. Wow. And uh, said she was coming over. They know each other. Nope. Ooh. And uh, I told her I don't think that's a good idea for you to come over. So you're obviously drinking again, then? No, I'm not drinking. Wow. I'm sober, yeah. A sober okay, threesome going. at your age? That's, a, that's unheard of. What I, the fuck is on. happening? The I world was, is going to shit. I was sober. Okay. Uh, the, the girl I was with was having some ciders, and uh, my ex was uh, not sober. Of course. Obviously. And she insisted on coming over. Wow. And I thought it might How be does a, that end in a threesome? Really crazy situation. And, and it um, was. I told the girl what was happening, and she was like, uh... Do you think I should leave? I was like, well, she's outside right now, so this is happening. Too late. <laughs> this is happening. And, uh, this is and happening. She, uh, she came in the house, and she came upstairs, and she was like, hey, guys, do you want to have a threesome? 
And I thought the girl was going to run out of the room and be like, ah, what's going on here? And I just said, look, um, I know this may seem inappropriate, but I'm a guy and the world's ending. I mean, we'd be foolish to waste this. And, now he um, believes when the threesome's on the table, Kamar believes the world's ending. And uh, the girl was down. Yes, we understand that I can't that believe part. I have to listen to this story from a fucking different area code. And so it was... Uh, that's what happened. The funniest thing, though, is um, my roommate was entertaining a bunch of people. And when he saw my ex come in, he was like, oh, shit. Like, shit's about pots to go of down pants. Of pants. <laughs> 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 and at one point, I came down to get some water or something. and Naked. <laughs> I, put on Obviously. Some, I put on some sweats or something. But he gave me the eyes of like... Do you need to, do you need me to call the cops? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just sort of gave him a look of like I don't think you know what's going down right now. And so yeah, that was Saturday. So I'm ready to catch this virus. My, yeah. work, wow, my work on, on this plan is done. Good for you, buddy. Way to go. Yeah. yeah. Not really. What if you got corona from that? I mean, I guess that's I mean, the way he, to get it. He definitely got corona from that. And Matt, in uh, now you got corona from that. So Simon, how was your week? It's kind of like you had a threesome. No, it's not at all like I had a threesome. Uh, my week was, uh, you know, this thing is just so fucking nuts. And a couple of seconds ago, I did it again. I lit my fucking hands on fire. With Purell. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, well, how the, often, wor- the world's a dangerous place. How often are you applying Purell? Like every second breath. Yeah, you might want to slow that down. Yeah, <laughs> you're uh, just gonna have skeleton hands. No, no, I, I'm, I'm using it like if I have to go in somewhere and, and deal with human beings, I want to, you know, decontaminate myself afterwards. Yeah, I guess uh, you don't mind me using your microphone, Simon. Uh, I'll kill you, but go ahead. <laughs> you could just get a new head. Uh, it's not that. Yeah, I mean, I could just get a new fucking face. Yeah, might as well. How was your week, yeah. Matt? Um, my Simon week. just asked you that, didn't he? No, he didn't. Simon doesn't never ask me that. No, I'm usually the one who asks you that. But go on. Uh, my week was fine. Whatever. This thing has obviously got some legs. Whereas, oh, that's an understatement. Yeah, I think he's got tentacles. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it, it's absolutely insane that Joe had this guy on. What was it Tuesday? This thing came out. The first one with the CDC uh, guy. Week, yep. So that was Tuesday. What has changed? In we're now literally six days six later. Days. We're recording this on Monday, and we went from life. We went from the NBA canceling or postponing the season to now North America is pretty much shut down. Uh, well, you know what's even interesting, Matt, is just to listen to our episode from last week, and that's a week ago, and just our point of view, how we looked at yeah, things, what we thought was happening, how, how different everything is just in that week. Well, let's just quickly address, I know Simon's going to hate this, but to all the extra 15,000 listeners we got last week who <laughs> thought they were listening to Joe Rogan, we appreciate the shit out of you guys. You're uh, making it seem like they're still there. For well, the three of you who remain, yeah. thanks, guys. So let's address the elephant in the room, too. Um, my girlfriend went to the doctor this week, and she has strep throat. Um she was on antibiotics. She's got a cough. So Simon, out of precaution. No, no, I think you should read the text. Yeah, just hold on a second. Okay, I think Maddie, you should read I'm gonna, the text. Gonna, no, I, I can't because I don't want to fuck anything That's up fair here, enough. but I'll give I'll give you the gist. Okay? Well, I'm just saying I was in, Well I was my point is sorry, today. Simon. Go ahead, Kamar. All I'm saying is that um with text you can't convey the intent or the tone. 
So when you read something, you look you read at it, it with your own. Yeah, with exactly. your exactly. Fair enough, but I mean, listen, I I was uh, you know ten minutes from Matt's house when I got the text. Hi, Simon. This is Mary. Could you please pick me up a thermometer on your way over? Thanks. And then I can see she's still typing because I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? And then she says, I have a really sore throat and I want to know if I have a fever, but I don't want to wake Matt up. And then you called me and we're like, well, we can't do it at Matt's house. No, 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 no. Then I said, Mary, you should definitely wake Matt up so at least you know, he's aware that you may be contagious. And then, you know, we went from there. Uh, Okay. But again, like if Mary had just said, I have the exact same thing I had four days ago when you were in my house, your mind would start racing a different conversation, you know, you mean a conversation face to face? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, you, you, you still already have it then in that case. Yeah, exactly. We're all doomed either way. So, so. Need, need to say Simon's in a bunker in an unknown location. Well, let's just say this, too. We said on this podcast uh, at least a month ago that all flights, non-essential flights should have been grounded. They didn't do that. And we found out yesterday that a security checker at Pearson International in Toronto has coronavirus are you serious oh you didn't hear that that just came out today so they're just pretty much patting everyone down giving them corona and sending them on their way yeah yeah great yeah so and by the way kamar i am definitely not on epstein island oh no of course you are not on Island or anywhere near epstein island not 100 percent. not of course being bold and underlined and italic there (laughs) there is no bunker there yeah Sorry, go ahead, Maddie. No, no. Well, that being said, uh, Kamar, do you want to run down the guest list so we can try to start this thing? As we're at the end of the world as we know it, uh, we start off the week with 1439, the man of the hour, Dr. Doom, Michael Osterholm. <laughs> there was an MMA, and then we followed up with 1440, Fortune, the pride of North Carolina, Femster, and finished the week with 1441. <laughs> A creator of the game Doom, Hugo Martin. Yeah. I actually did listen to the um, Fight Companion, just throwing uh, that out there. Sorry, I did listen to P- Fight Companion as well. I listened to a little bit of it, but I didn't get, I barely got into it. So we, we're not even going to discuss it. Uh, Perfect. Although we no really, problems. we really should have because on a week like this, but you're, you're remote. So it's probably best we keep this one short. It's um, uh, really most of it was just, you know, Corona talk. It was, it was actually like a Corona Companion. Yeah, but I was really interested to see because I Eddie seems to me like the kind of person that doesn't believe in this shit. Yeah, but Joe would not let him get that point of view out. Well, that's good. Well, I yeah. I, I honestly feel Joe's on the fence. He doesn't know really how to feel about it. No, I I agree. Well, you know Joe. Like I feel like he's always on the verge of uh, getting ready for the apocalypse. Wow. So I'm I'm sure he'll be all right for a bit. The problem with Joe is he's on the cusp. Like they're like, if you're 55 and older, you have some problems, but, but he's so he's fit and healthy, healthy that he's like, fit as an he just ox. figures he's going to fucking. And he's got a fucking stem cell regimen just waiting to, uh, I'm sure he's got like a doctor who lives in his house. Oh, I bet he flew. I bet, cells. I bet Neil Reardon is living in his guest house right now, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it, it just feels like <laughs> nice um, callback, Maddie. 
it just feels like the way everything's shutting down sort of one after other at some point having lots of money doesn't even matter well hold on we'll get we'll get to the corona in a second because that's all the first guest is going to be we might as well start by rating the week uh we'll start with simon remotely i love how you said you're in a different area code too simon is literally four blocks away right oh, now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's break it up <laughs> Uh, Simon, we'll start with you. You rate the week first. How many Jamie um, Vernons do you give it? I'm going to give this week a uh, three three Jamie Vernons. Three Jamies. Okay. Yeah. Kamar? Yeah, I think I'm going to match it with three Jamie Vernons too. Three Jamies from Kamar. Um, no, no, no. That can't be. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, two and a half. Middle of the road. Very doom and gloom. And then Fortune, who's like super upbeat. And then uh, a guy that I just didn't care for. Ever. Oh, I did not care for him. What's yeah, that episode fucking That sucked. podcast was a waste of tape. Oh, Joe even knew. Like it cut, well, cut, cut off so abruptly. We'll get to it. But I mean, he just, it was like out of the blue. Joe was like, well, this is shit. You want to go play some Quake? And that was that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, let's start the show. Uh, first episode, Simon. Is uh, Michael Osterholm. Okay. Uh, sorry. What number is that, Kamar? 1434. 39. 39. 39, yeah. Like, nice try, Matt. Like I was going <laughs> like to get the number right. Uh, yeah. 1439, so, Dr. Michael Oster, Osterholm. Yeah. I like when Joe does his uh, due diligence and has uh, a topical person on. He missed the mark with the whole Epstein thing, but he fucking nailed it with this guy. Well, I don't know if there is a topical person for this. <laughs> I love how Simon still manages to cough into the mic and he's remote. <laughs> and it's clear that anyone who does know anything Sorry. about Epstein is not talking. Forget Epstein. Listen, <laughs> like, are you guys honestly talking about Epstein right now? This is fucking ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll get to it, but I have a connection to Corona and Epstein. Is your I connection that make... they're... Oh, go ahead, Simon. No, no, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you. I said I wanted to make a meme that was just a picture of uh, like, you know, coronavirus people in masks and shit. And it just said, this is how far they'll go to bury the Epstein story. Well, a week ago, I was saying I wish the media gave Epstein as much attention as this. But, yeah, this is a little more serious than Epstein. Maybe that's the perfect cover up for Epstein. Make us all forget about it. That's that's what that's what the meme was, man. The meme is born. Yeah, you got it. It's copyrighted. All right, so Joe has this guy on. On, I assume they recorded it on Monday, right? Correct. Most likely, it yeah. comes, it drops Tuesday. Um, and this guy even says to start it off, like, I don't think we're doing enough right now. And then six days later, North America's shut down for all intents and purposes. And yeah, well, I, go on, Simon. No, please. Well, it's just like it doesn't feel like, okay, the worst is here yet or the the pain from the spread of the virus and how it's going to affect people's day-to-day life. Yeah, this is the fastest thing that's ever happened. I equated to a slow-motion 9-11. Remember after 9-11 happened, the first couple days after 9-11, everyone felt uneasy, like, will there be another attack somewhere or something? But this is just like... Yeah, but this is far different. And I know that it's easy to look back because we know that nothing happened after 9-11. It wasn't like, yeah, they changed infrastructure, lines at airports became ridiculous, this, that, and the next. But it wasn't like, like we're at the point now where, dude, two weeks from now, there could be grocery stores that are bone dry. Or, and there could be or looting. That too. Listen, like Nikki Diamond posted a video yesterday of a gun store in LA 
with a lineup fucking around the block. And like Ben Baller commented that there were multiple gun stores in LA that were out of bullets. And I looked into that and there's volition to it. So, I mean, yeah, I think I don't want to be a doom and gloom guy either, but it feels a lot like things are going to get worse before they're going to get better. Well, this guy even said that it'll get much worse in the next few months. Like he didn't say weeks. He said, you know, this is going to last. I mean, and listen, it doesn't help. Sorry, Simon. It doesn't help that you have the president out there saying things to his base being like, well, once the summer comes, this thing's going to go away. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot, but we got one of those too with Rob Ford. The guy's a fucking moron. Hey, everybody just go enjoy your merch break travel. Fucking like what a dummy. It's just happening so fast. And everyone's hoping and hope isn't doing shit. But I do not know how panicking will make anything better. This really is the start of like every zombie movie, though. You know what I mean? It starts with a sickness that everybody thinks they can get a handle on. And then next thing you know, you're fucking katana blading uh, zombie skulls. Either way, I think I'm going to be on Twitch for like the next month. So uh, it's Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. If you want to watch me play some Warzone. I'm just thinking right now, when I listen to this, I had formed a whole bunch of opinions, yeah. talking points, yeah. sort of my position. And it and changed so, much so changed drastically. Since yeah. That I'm just like, because the biggest thing, and I'm still wrestling with it, is he said sort of the, the easiest way to deal with this is just for everyone to get it. But that means a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. And again, anyone that's an avid listener of this podcast has heard me breathe. I'm I'm fucking worried. I am. I'm worried. And a week ago, I would have been like, there's no reason for be for you to be worried. Like, calm down. But like, I look at other people who I see are always coughing, even myself as a smoker. But I feel healthy like in a good place right now so maybe it's just dumb confidence but i i think i i would beat it but it's like it's gonna be around for a long time yeah well i mean that's how i'm feeling you know I, that's how i look at it and i it, it's it, it's especially funny hearing you talk about it kamar because i after listening to this episode i was like kamar's gonna have a lot to say about this guy and even people on our reddit like there were people on our Reddit that were like, this guy was real doom and gloom. Like, I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. And I have a feeling that a lot of people's opinions like yours changed over the week pretty rapidly. I, I spoke to Kamar on Wednesday or something and got off the phone with him and was like, this asshole still doesn't think this is a problem. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was four days ago. And- but I think it's because um, I have nothing going on really right now. And now... It's affecting me directly. Yeah. So that might be the problem too. Like if I had nothing going on, I now that you've had that threesome, you have something to lose. No, no. I meant I meant the week of work. I meant the week of work in Toronto. Yeah. For all listeners, I do not know if I'm going to Toronto anymore. I'm very on the fence, but I'm not. I'm not sure yet. If I were you, I absolutely would not go. No one has told me to go. Kamar stay close to home just in case we need to caravan somewhere. You know. I just think it's. I mean, I know it's a four-hour drive away and you have a car, but I don't know, man. No. Imagine I, you go to drive home and every gas station's out of gas on the 401. I'm, yeah, I, it could just get stupid. Man. Uh, well, I know how to siphon gas, but I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm worried about going down there and then there being no shows yeah, that and too, just driving yeah. back. Yeah, that's, that's the overriding thing. And for any listener out there who is not Canadian, or even if you are Canadian and maybe you live out west or out east, <laughs> The drive from Toronto to Ottawa 
is four hours, and it might be the worst four-hour drive on Earth, potentially. Well, I take the uh, 15 to get to the 401. That's way worse. It's the way better. No, man. Nice you're winding nuts. country roads. And, and it go, you got to take that to get to, to your get cottage. To get to my cottage, right? yeah. yeah. The That's why I hate the 15, though, because I don't like those two-lane highways, A, because there's always some asshole that doesn't know how to properly drive. And it's all, you know, I, I don't know. Well, you've seen my piece of shit. I'm driving underneath the speed limit usually. Not for uh, legal reasons, but just to hold the thing together. Come on, I have the biggest piece of shit right now. I went to get on the Queensway the other day. It wouldn't get into third. Like, I just, I was in the slow lane, full rev, going 70. Well, it doesn't look like a piece of shit. Mine looks we, like a piece of shit is a piece of shit. What? I'm, I'm on the Malibu now. Oh, I saw you We just needed to be car. able to tow that, uh, that trailer map. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Malibu will be able to either way. That's that's all it's got to do. So also, Simon, sitting here waiting for you to figure out your shit on your end. Um, Kamar and I were talking, and Kamar was, I was like, well, this thing's airborne. And Kamar's like, no, no, it's not airborne. We're fine. And then he listened back to a quick clip and found out he was mistaken there. So. No, it's def- it's definitely airborne. That's the problem. Well, I'm a victim of listening to the Rogan or listen to anyone. Um and trying to hear what I want to hear. So this actually brought, you just brought up a great point that I wanted to bring up. When I finished listening to this guy, not only did I think of Kamar, but I, I right away went to the Game Changers debate. And I thought to myself, guaranteed, there's someone on the other side of the coin right now that could come on and debate this guy and be like, no, no, you're... Better than Kessler, you mean? No, probably worse. My point was just there's always someone sitting on the other side that's like, this is bullshit. Contrarian. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Bravo. Yeah, well, sure. But I'm just saying like it. it's kind of the problem that we've reached. We're at this tipping point where it's really just like you believe what you want to believe. You know, like I said, like some guy aggressively shook my hand yesterday and I was like, why would like why? Well, are yeah. they are they somehow making up Italy like well, you know si- what I mean? Simon, my theory, though, with Italy is that uh, or Europeans and uh, people in the Middle East are way more affectionate in greetings. And so I was telling myself that's why the disease spreads so fast. Everyone's kissing no, each other. No, no. <laughs> They're not. There's no way that the media is making up that people are sick. Do you know what I mean? No, there's no way. Italy's I read yesterday Italy's actually at a critical point right now in the north where their ICU is overrun and they don't have beds doctors like they're at a, a critical mass point in northern Italy dude I heard this whole thing about like there are people who are dying and they won't come and get rid of the dead bodies so they're staying with the dead body in their house like the whole thing just sounds and again that's the type of shit that you know gets distorted through the media yeah. Not whether, you, you know what I'm saying? These, yeah, yeah. these horror stories. I don't know what's going on, but uh, fuck, man. Scary shit. What I was going to ask you guys is what's lost in all of this is there's no like real outrage towards China. You know, like but withholding information, everything. Yeah. No, nobody's I, angry enough yet. Well, no one can After afford 9/11, to be eleven. After 9-11, there was, we knew who to be angry at. You know what I mean? But Did we? We know, we know who's responsible here, and yet the outrage hasn't come. So let me tell you what I think comes of this. Or let me tell you what I hope comes of this. This is my big hope. My big hope is that if and when we make it through all of this, and I hope I make it through it, <laughs> um, if and when we do, let's say a year and a half from now, I think it should be, it has to be a huge wake-up call 
to our government and the U.S. government that we need to start making things in these countries again. That's the first step. Because first of all, we're going to need to rebuild the economy. The best way to do that is jobs. So why don't we just start making all the shit that China's making over here? Listen, I understand. Because let's clarify it's the Chinese government. You know sure, but mean? hold on. But what I'm saying is we're, the reason you guys just asked the question, why is no one angry at China? Because everyone in the world is incredibly dependent on China. So you can't get mad at them. There's nothing to do. It's like if this thing spread in the States, do you think countries would be... De- like, no, they, you can't get mad at these countries. They control everything. So what I'm saying is if we bring if we bring a lot of that fucking work back to the states and Canada and start making things here again, A, we'll turn the economy around quickly. I think that's imperative at this point. Well, look, we're, we're so dependent on this country that clearly does not give a fuck about what's... Like, they have zero regulation over there. Like, when, Simon, when this guy was talking about the wet markets in Bangkok, I was there, and it's fucked. So, you know, the fact that, that I, I mean, I don't know. It just, we're going well, to have. Exa- that's exactly my point, Maddie, is like these practices have been going on forever and we've just turned a blind nose to it because it didn't affect us. You know what I mean? Just simple basic matter. hygiene, you mean? Yeah. It didn't matter to us whether bats were living on top of fucking cats and shit because that's their country. But obviously it's affected everyone. I think what's interesting is since we've started this podcast, we've always talked about aliens bringing us together. And I mean, this basically is alien, this um, virus. You, well, you know could, what I mean? It could be. I'm not saying that, Simon. I'll let you take that, that lane. But just like if we can't come together right now, what's the fucking point? I mean, that was always our goal. In but again, Kamar, aliens is to come together. But Kamar, the problem is there's so many like right wing Trump supporters that think this is just. I, I, there's a guy I play video games with. He lives in Texas. I'm not going to drop his name. I'm not going to say anything about him other than that. He is a staunch conservative. This guy is a MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter. I met the guy online like eight years ago. Whatever, we we hit it off. He's a nice guy. I don't care about his politics, but just hear me. I don't out. want to hear about the gay sex. And well, we have a lot of it. <laughs> Um, anyway, the point is this, he said, he said to me the other day, like not four days ago, we're playing video games. I hadn't heard from him in a while. And he's like, this thing's all bullshit. <laughs> well, like you said, four days ago, uh, I, I have reached peak of being uncomfortable with this. Uh, Cause yesterday I did all my calls to people I know. So I did call you. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking my phone didn't ring. I called a lot of people like, like not here. Not in Ottawa. Sure. So I'm sorry, Matt. I should have called you. It's fine. You knew you'd see me today. I'm I sure. did know I'd see yeah. you today. And I thought because we couldn't do the podcast yesterday, you were busy doing something or whatever. I worked yesterday. Worst exactly. idea ever. Exactly. Um, but um, why am I calling these people? Like I'm just like it just feels like there is no end in sight for what the bottom is, whatever the bottom may be, as a thing. And like if it comes down to. Uh, people smashing windows and stuff, you know, like I watched Contagion. Yeah. And it really goes down fast. Well, so yesterday I had, you know, a 12-hour shift. I listened, or I had Malcolm Gladwell read half of the tipping point to me. Just There you go, Simon. Um, And like the whole first two chapters are about epidemics and pandemics, not in the sense of the germ epidemic pandemic, but how things spread throughout culture and stuff. But it's the same, it's just very ironic. And I have a friend who lives in Italy that I went to school with and 
I hit him up on Instagram the other day just to be like, yo, I hope you and your family are all right. I know you're in Italy. You know, what's what's going on? And he sent me back two voice memos. Unfortunately, they didn't save on Instagram. I guess they go away after a day because I was going to play them on the show just so you guys could hear what this dude in Italy has to say. But he basically was like, it's fucked. He's like, no one leaves. He's like, I have a cough. He's like, I'm worried. He's like, I have three kids, my wife. My wife has to go out to get stuff. But he's like, no one leaves. He's like, the streets are fucking barren. It's a ghost town. And he's like, and I'm in southern Italy. He's like, the north is absolutely fucked. Well, that's where it's getting hit hard. One of the things that I'm learning through um, recovery is like, you can only control yourself. <laughs> yeah. And this is just such a big issue. And I And I maintain, I'm not worried about getting sick. I'm not worried about any of that. It's just the financial impact and everything shutting down. Of course. That's what's real to me. The sickness, I acknowledge as a sickness. People are going to die. People are going to get it. Even my uncle's a doctor. He said, besides the casualties, like it's almost like um, casualties of war, the price of doing business, the, the fastest way to deal with this is just to let it go. Like remember when kids got chicken pox and you got all the kids in the neighborhood yeah, chicken get, pox party yeah it's the exact same thing but just the fact is yeah but no one would have had a chicken pox party if they knew like three out of the 10 kids there were gonna die well it's not three out of 10 that's a misleading number but well, well, that's 30 percent. yeah it, it, okay it, fine if one out of those 10 kids which i know is still high died who knows it's probably that's probably what it was back then if so, you had a that. bowl of skittles Okay, and three of those a uh, hundred skittles in the bowl, and three of those skittles may kill you if you eat them. You definitely wouldn't eat the skittles. Yeah. yeah I, hold on, hold on. I that's prevention. That that's the argument for prevention. But like, I'm not deathly scared of getting sick by this thing. And you don't even like skittles, so you don't have anything to worry about. Well, let's keep in mind too. All three of us, maybe slightly less so me, but. All three of us are, have been heavy smokers at one point in our life. That is, that is one thing that I'm sure is in my psyche as a as a. That's definitely thing. in my head. Yeah, like I've said, like I said ten minutes ago, you can hear me. You can hear most of my breaths on a bad day. They're very high pitched. <laughs> it's so yeah. I mean, I listen. I want to sit it's, here. I want to sit here and say I'm not worried. Even if I get sick, I'll get over it. I'm a healthy, somewhat young man. But I just I don't. I don't know, and I don't want to be that guy who sits here and is like, I'm just going to go shaking hands with people, and I'll get this thing quick, and then I'll get over it, and I can move on. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I want to apologize it's, if I minimized your concern. You didn't. No, no, no. I didn't take it that way. Come on. It's can funny. I, half of my rations are things that will kill me. <laughs> can I Can I just go off topic for a second? Come on. You don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but I'm actually, I'm very curious. Um, <clears throat> as you hear me breathe, uh, how is... It, how is the recovery road going? Sobriety? Yeah. Um, it's difficult, and especially at a time like right now. I'm fortunate not to have money. Yeah, okay. And so that'd be... A, I, I'm sure I could still drink. Um, and I'm realizing that, like, when you drink, it's like you go... You time travel, but you just stay in the same time. But Even though time is passing by. And when you come... Uh, through i.e. sobriety you start seeing time has passed yeah and really start recognizing things you know what i mean and don't remember a lot of things and i'm at the point now like i, I want to remember stuff 
Dude, my 20s, if you ask me, my 20s were seven days. Our stories are the lamest of when we were in our best because like, ah, it's some guy and it was somewhere. Yeah. And I mean, not to say if I stone cold sober, I'd remember every detail, but I prefer walking in a room and not wondering, was I drunk here and said something stupid last time I was here? Is someone uh, having feelings towards me because of something I did that I don't even aware of? Yada, yada, yada. And when you're sober, like you're boring, but... You're always aware, but you feel that too, right? You feel like you're boring. Does it feel like it's like it's taken and something away I, from I you think in a way? It's because I was drinking every day. Yeah, but I mean, I was too. Like you know, in my well, no, hate up until a month ago. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, when I quit, like I still feel that though. Six six well, and a half years. Yeah, in. I don't think you're supposed to tell someone when you're encouraging them with a sobriety that this is as good as it gets. Why? I think you should know that going in. But my other I, my the real question I wanted to ask was the follow up. Do you think that the AA helps? Do you think you could have done it without it? Well, I haven't done it with it because it's been a month. and Okay, so you only went to one or two meetings? I've, I've, I go to a meeting every Saturday, and I've gone to a couple others when I've been in areas just, gotcha. to, just to get a feel for what the range is. Okay. But it's um, more a thing where it keeps you like honest to yourself, especially where there's meetings where people put stuff forth. Yeah. And, uh, Heavy shit, obviously. Tell their story, whatever, their experience, and not one of them have gone up and I, I, I've been like, oh, buddy, you got nothing on me. I've been like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. I've been exactly where you are. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's someone like living evidence that life goes on. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you can't talk to the, all the people and be like, are you really happy? But I don't think it's ever really anything. You just one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was it. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt the Corona talk. I was just it's, curious it's how you It's pretty you're... deep, but I definitely think I would be looking at this whole situation. Like, I would just be wasted. Like, right now, wasted. Yeah, You course. know what, Kamar? I'm really, really proud of you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No, like I can't even tell you it's exactly what you needed to do and nobody could make you do it and you did it yourself and I tried to be really proud for the record. I did try. But, um, you know, people being proud of you and stuff. It's not pressure, but it's 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 stakes that you you have something to be in. Don't don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. But when you're drinking, you you create no stakes and you just isolate and just fucking. No, when you drink, you intentionally create less stakes not even no stakes where you're just like well i have nothing to you know whatever anyways back to corona one day at a time anyways back to the end of the world yeah um it is interesting maddie that whole malcolm gladwell thing how a trend works the exact same way as a virus you know what i mean the way it spreads yeah well that was what he was talking about i know it's it's an interesting concept though just how well and keep in mind too it infects you know keep in uh, mind something good when I started listening to the book, I didn't even know this was part of it. Like I just yesterday was out of, I didn't really want to listen to podcasts or music. So I was like, I'm going to listen to a book. And I put this thing on and like a, an hour in, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is very apropos right now. Very. What about how apps spread? Like apps on your phone? Yeah. You well, like Instagram. They almost are like viruses. And for so long, the biggest virus has been on computers. But now, how do we forget about H1N1? What do you mean? We didn't forget about it. It didn't kill that many people. I know, but I, I, I because of the stories in the news that have been going on right now, 
people have been referring to H1N1. I was like, yeah, that happened. That came and went. Like, why was, is just the mortality Yeah, but same rate. thing. SARS, Ebola, you know, those all had, like, right now, I think, uh, like, Ebola killed more people than this thing. But it wasn't spreading I across the Simon, world like Simon, this. That's Simon, the, I understand. Yeah. I'm not trying to play an anti-alarmist. I'm just saying at where we're sitting right now, keep in mind that number could change. The number could triple tomorrow, and the Ebola number could be in the dust. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Unless people no, no. Si- self-isolate, and then it's been proven to go down. Yeah. All I, w- all I was getting at was that it, it may be less deaths, but the I think the real scary thing is the the widespreadness right like yeah how how it's just moving across the globe like a fucking tidal wave and i'm sorry americans but hearing your idiot president say things like we've got ventilators they're bringing ventilators i've seen them they're beautiful ventilators great ventilators like none of that shit is helping none of it's true probably i i i I think i think it's Uh dangerous you struck a nerve matt no i think it's dangerous for anyone to say they're doing it bad. We're doing it bad. Everyone's like, it's going so fast to use it as a partisan issue is ridiculous. I think, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it isn't yeah. though, because I don't, hold on, hold I don't on. think the Democrats would have dealt with it any better. Oh, well, no, hold on. Stop, agreed. stop, stop. I have to wholeheartedly disagree. Trump specifically got rid of an entire branch of the government that he dealt with the this CDC. stuff. Yeah. But specifically the pandemic, like whatever it was, and when asked about it, he got super pissed, deflected, and then was like, I don't make these decisions. It's a group decision. That definitely is a strike against Trump. All I'm saying is this. The fun yeah, that. I take that all back. I'm on your side, Maddie. You're on your own, Kamara. <laughs> and wait, flopper. and just hear me out here. Yeah, the classic <laughs> Simon. Yeah, no, wait. All I'm saying is this, Kamar, is you can sit there and say maybe the, maybe the Democrats wouldn't have dealt with it or they would have dealt with it the same way. I'm not saying the Democrats would have had a better response. That's not it. I'm just saying I don't think they would have cut that specific area and then buried their head in the sand when it came up. You know, that's that. he definitely made a big mistake trying to save money. And now they're going to pay for it. It doesn't matter, though, because he's going to stay president well past the election. They're not going to be able to run an election. That happened. So things are worse than maybe they, they could be. But I mean, I still don't think. Well, no, who knows? Who knows? Maybe Joe Biden is going to win with Hillary and then kill himself the next day. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I, I mean, I foresee him. I just, I still don't see that being the worst thing is him still being president with the uh, options unless somehow the DNC decides to unfuck Bernie. Well, here's what I said, Kamar. It gets even worse for Bernie because think about it. Let's say this pandemic gets seriously bad. Trump is going to be able to then look at Bernie and go, how is this guy going to give everyone free health care in the middle of a pandemic? It's impossible. It's going to cost the. It's going to cost our broke country trillions of dollars. No, that makes the Americans seem silly too, but I don't know. Who knows if our universal health care is helping us react to this better or not? My only point being is, is this uh, virus is nothing to do with politics or yeah, I get or it. anything like it's. And, and again, bring it back to like if there were aliens, we would be brought together. Like, I'm just saying, though, Kamar, think about it like this. If I'm if I'm president and yes. there's a branch of the government that is uh, it's there specifically funded to shoot down alien craft. That's yeah. what it's there for. Yeah. And it never shoots down any alien craft. So I come in as president and I say, we're getting we're scrapping this thing. We're getting rid of it. And then six months later, 15 alien craft come down and kill 10 million people. You don't think there's a political correlation there where they could go. Hey, you got rid of the shoot them down fucking program. I mean, that's all I'm saying is and, it's yeah, t- you, 
And you're done fucked up now. And that would be the responsibility of the voters decide that you did that wrong. I, d- I don't know if he re- he um, resigns because that maybe that'd be a classy act or um, no, we know that's not going to happen. I don't think he get impeached. So, I mean, it, I'm not saying impeach him. I'm just Kamara. The problem is this is when he can't even sit there and say he can't even sit there and go. That was probably really bad on, on our terrible foresight on our part. Terrible. I admit that. And because he all he's doing is saying to his base, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. I did this. He even looked behind him and went, uh, Tim, you take this one. I don't think uh, I did this. And again, our prime minister is doing the exact same thing. Well, I don't think our prime minister is a great dude. So don't no, use no, him as the bar. No, I'm, I'm saying all world leaders are coming out this going, trying to sound confident, but well, we know they don't know shit. Like it I said, makes it, sorry, go guys. ahead. Go ahead, Simon. It makes it seem a little fucking it, a lot crazier now that they spend trillions of dollars on military to fight wars that never happen. Ridiculous. And zero dollars on any sort of prevention of, right? Like, well, this is the thing. Okay. Let's say there's a 6% unemployment rate in the States, 3%, whatever. I don't know what, what it is. Let's say it's 3%. I, and don't quote me on this. I'm Canadian. I don't give a fuck. I don't know the numbers. Okay. <laughs> let's just say that across the States, it's a 3% unemployment rate. You're, you have a shortage of, this guy told us there's a shortage of of desperately needed medicine, of masks, clearly of toilet paper. So explain to me why there's any unemployment when you're short on all these things. Like, why don't you train people, spend government money, train people to do these jobs, get rid of unemployment, bring jobs back to the States and Canada, manufacture shit here again? Like, this... I would say we're way too in the middle of this. Like, what yeah. you're talking about is... For next time, when something settles, no. But what I'm talking about is, listen. You, it feels like you're looking to point fingers. No, what I'm saying is this: to Simon's point, they spend trillions of dollars a year on defense, and they send up, they spend a billion dollars a month in Afghanistan. Think of how, like, a fraction of that money could go to, like I just said, a few more hospital beds, uh, a stockpile of masks, uh, like the or planning maybe on this. drones that just go around and can scan temperatures of people. Yeah, I agree completely with um, Simon's point that it, obviously all these wars and everything is a waste of money. But it were, again, what's really bothering me about this is um, the financial impact. Like, like so many people don't have money. Yeah, and it's going down to essential services, and I think what happened in Italy—no, more Iran—is if the essential services get sick, yeah, then, then it's, it's done. It's all done. Like, but don't forget too, you act. People are acting as if the government has the kind of money to weather this for months. Like, think of. Do you think they do? Absolutely not. Think about think about how many people in our country right now are going on EI. For Americans, EI is employment insurance. I'm sure you guys have some sort of equivalent. They take a chunk of your paycheck. It goes into this big coffer. And basically, if you ever lose your, if you ever get laid off or you have to go on maternity leave, you can go on employment insurance, where they basically pay you 80% of whatever you were making for the past two years. What I'm saying, Kamar, is there's no way that six months from now, if it's still this bad and this much stuff is still shut down, that that money... Think about it. No one's well, worse. First, first of all, money isn't real. Yeah, I, so they fine. Just, they just make more money, but it's just building the economic catastrophe that we've heard about for years. Of there is no money; it's just debt. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when but- they say when they say Trump is going to go and ask for a trillion dollars to put back into the economy, that trillion dollars doesn't exist. 
that does exist, but it's 1.5 trillion. And it wasn't Trump; it was the Fed. But it went right to the banks. It didn't even go to the people like that. I remember now sitting here. I sort of had a moment. I announced on the podcast that Trudeau had announced 27 million dollars towards the coronavirus, which ain't shit. Three days later, it was 270 million dollars, and now it's at a billion. I think maybe 10 billion. And that's from Canada. Can, well, Canada, where they're coming up with this money out of nowhere to deal with this, these contingencies, or whatever they call it. Y- y- you know what I mean? Like it's 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 true. We d- we don't have the money, but they just have to make it. Like, yeah, but that's the problem. Is like to sit there and say, "Listen, I'm not an economist. Clearly, you aren't either, because you just said money isn't real, which is kind of a fugazi statement. We know that the economy is a thing we created. I'm with you there, but it does exist. And clearly it's all we care about. Like even you sitting here right now, you, you, you're like 24 million people could die. And you're like, yeah, but the financial impact this could have could be, I mean, yes. I, cause I, I was even thinking of those people that are going to be dying. That's a bunch of inheritance. That's going to go to like to their kids. Like it's, it's freeing up. There is an aging population, you know what I mean? It's so cold-hearted and inappropriate, but so is shutting down societies we know it for three months and the whole thing turning to fucking cannibals. Well, yeah, but... That's not going to happen. No, but listen to what you also just said. Like, there's an aging population. If they all just died and passed us their inheritance, this could really solve a lot of problems. Is not just cold-hearted. Like, that's insane, Kamar. You don't think there's any validity to that? No. I think that's like you're on TikTok too much with these like boomer doomers. What what, what would happen to their, all their money? You're assuming first of all that all the old people that are dying are have rich? a great deal of money. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm I'm just saying that would be a unintended consequences of all these people dying. Is their wealth would be distributed? Okay, sure, but I mean, even then, like, so it's possible. I don't think it's positive. All I'm saying is, I I. I I do not know how I can just sit around for three more weeks inside. I think I'm a victim because I've been sitting inside for three months already. So it's sort of like, and the weather's getting nice. Yeah, but do what you've been doing. Listen, you have a phone in your pocket. Start a YouTube channel. We have a decent following here. Start doing Kamar coronavirus updates or just rants or whatever. Sit there in your underwear and be like, it's day 34. I'm really, you know, like. I'm planning something very special for the weather tomorrow. (laughs) Look at this as a self-imposed um, uh, guaranteed income. What's that shit called? Basic income? Yeah, same kind of idea, but without the basic income. Without the money, yeah. Well, so think yeah. about it like this, too. I mentioned, <laughs> I mentioned this earlier to Kamar Simon. There's a good chance that if this thing sticks around for a few months, they're going to have to freeze mortgage payments, rent payments, like if they if the government imposes on people that you have that you can't open businesses that means that they're cutting off the work supply to 50 60% of the population for more than a couple months which means they're going to have to freeze they're going to have to go to the bank and say you can't you can't expect mortgage payments from in, people in underwhelming good news uh Doug Ford announced that you don't need a doctor's note what a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. But the best was I got an email from the Royal Bank. Yeah. What the Royal Bank is doing for I know, you. I know. I know. said, we're open. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Where's a freeze on credit fucking card payments? No. Like, like, the rich are fucking protecting their ass. Yeah. At this point. Well, every, hold on. Everyone is trying to protect their ass at this point. Well, no. People who are working jobs that they have no control over just shutting down because of everyone has to stay inside to... 
uh, mitigate the spread of this disease that's going to uh, spread anyways. This guy said a year and a half for a vaccine. What I understand... He's at best case. ...is someone gets it. Someone has gotten it on the planet, is now immune to it. Why can they not fuck with their blood? They can, Kamar. You're missing the point. He said... He he also said, you might have missed this, I could create... He said, I hate to sound glib, I could create a vaccine for this thing tomorrow. The question is, is it safe for human consumption? Is it safe and well, effective? it's going to happen somewhere else first, like a China. They're going to... Because they don't have the same FDA... Uh, whatever hoops they have to jump through okay well, and then si- it'll simon let me ask on the black market like fucking drugs well let me ask you simon would you at this point take the chinese coronavirus uh if, if i was if i was really sick i guess maybe it would be something to think about well it's not an antidote because it is the virus Sorry, not antidote it's, it's a it's an antibiotic an, yeah. no i probably wouldn't so Antidote Some is like an Indiana Jones type. <laughs> wet market soda. It's it's like we're running right now, so it doesn't all get us at the same time. But it's all it's going to still get us. It's just they don't they know that if they have I think it's ten thousand for every ten thousand people, there's one respirator in in the, in the hospitals. So uh, for the people who are really fucked up, they need a respirator. So if they have a thousand people show up in one day for a respirator, yeah, they're they're they nine hundred ninety nine of them are fucked. Something like this. Well, and that's why you want to try and mitigate your. Like I get it. You you're looking at it like I want this thing so I'm immune. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I I would I I would like to just go get it. I'm not going to any coronavirus parties. Get that over with. Oh, I yeah. wonder if that, that'll probably happen. Well, did you not see? There's already people on TikTok doing the coronavirus challenge. This TikTok girl licked a toilet seat. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not joking, Simon. Go look it up. TikTok Let- is like the fucking end of world, man. I'm sure people are doing it on Twitter, too. Um- <laughs> <laughs> good good oh, defense. Oh, well, in that case. Good defense, Kamar. The corona, the corona challenge is seeing if you'll get the I don't know. coronavirus I, listen, to do something disgusting. I just saw the headline. I saw the photo of her licking the toilet seat with the hashtag, and right away I was done. I was like, I'm not reading this. I don't, I don't need a... I need a pick-me-up, not a bring-me-down. They ate Tide Pods. Like, nothing is... What are we doing here? Of course. But like I said, I think, I think, or hope, um, because Tong Hanks got it. Yeah. Tong um, Hanks? Is that his Asian brother? Tong Hanks and the Prime Minister's (laughs) wife got it. Yeah. And when they come back recovered, I think that might give maybe if it's uh, unwarranted but a, a relief about this whole thing because it just feels like it's stretching right now well Kamar you know what I said was a little a bright spot in all this uh, maybe you oh no you weren't here it was during the fights I said because uh, someone was like all these young kids are saying it's the the boomer doomer or whatever they're calling it boomer like, remover that's hilarious boomer. thank you shout out young kids so no, but cold and heartless thank you Kamar so no. that's, yes Simon stupid. stop this is what no, I it's said hilarious what I said was Kamar it's good that that the maybe the youngest generation now has gotten over the super woke where they're back to being able to joke about like whatever and be cold-hearted you know what I mean because they're, they're calling it boomer remover which I know but they're so woke they, they just don't realize <laughs> they're, they're, they're being discriminatory oh, okay that's fine the then good for them so they're still idiots awesome more sensitive but um, hopefully they will vote people into place that know what they're doing like so whatever misgivings or shortcomings the leaders of 
like, I can't believe we knew about this four months ago. And we're sitting here like, like, I remember looking on Twitter going, wow, look at this. Look at us all talking about it. You know what I mean? I got to say this too. When I read that comment on Reddit about how this guy was really doom and gloom, I, I actually went back and listened to this again last night so that it was fresh. Um, listening to it last night, knowing what I know, knowing what I knew last night, this guy actually sounded not gloom and doom. He sounded almost like... Like As a was, matter of fact, this is how it works. Well, no, but even then he sounded kind of like, you know, like he was laughing at a few things. Like, look at the quote in my book. Go to chapter 13. Read the quote. We always have a concern when the guest is selling something. Well, yeah. Of so course, that is but... a red flag. <laughs> um, I, I thought some of the levity of it was how Joe kept asking him, if you take saunas, does that kill it? Oh, Joe was just doing, <laughs> if, yeah. If you eat on meat. Yeah. If you go hunting. What about probiotics? <laughs> probiotics have to be good. Alpha brain, like, <laughs> kept searching for everything, like, which was a general. DMT, right? DMT, DMT has got to save you. If you've done DMT, then he, you're immune, right? He had a general vulnerability about himself in not knowing and, like. Well, the best, too, was that the guy shot everything down. Saunas? Nope. Joe's like, but what about the hot air going into my lungs? He's like, it gets cold as soon as it's in there, you know? And Joe just like, ah. Cryotherapy? I, cry <laughs> I thought by the end of it, Joe was just going to be like, how much money is it going to take for me not to get sick? I'm surprised that's what Trump is saying. How much money is it to... No, that was Bernie. That was Bernie, yeah. How much... I can't do no. Trump. How much money is it going to wow. take to get this to go away? Right? Wow. It's too serious. You're a stand-up comedian? Uh, I'm the best. It's the best money ever. There you go. How much of the best money do I have to spend? That's like a Bernie Trump hybrid. It's very weird. <laughs> I, I answered my voice. It's Bernie he, doing he Trump. An, an interesting point, this Osterman guy, about um, the IV bags all being made in Puerto Rico and just how ill-prepared we are as nations, how we're, like, even the things that are most important to us, the things that are keeping us alive, we're still... Yeah, outsourcing but, to get the best price possible from China and wherever, you know? But there's a great thing right there. You just mentioned uh, that I had totally forgotten about, like how, how, especially when someone knows it, because he's like, I brought this up and no one did anything about it. But like, how is, how is all of one thing made in one place ever? How do we, like, how in 2020 are we doing that? Because we're stupid human monkeys. We're too busy invading countries that uh, nothing's going on in. No, but it just shows you that, like, it, it shows you that despite all the profits people make. And, you know, I think about it, too. Like, I've worked for businesses where they were making money hand over fist, but they still weren't, like, run that well. But because they were making money, it just didn't seem to matter. The stuff where you'd be like, this, we could do this so much better. They'd be like, yeah, but why bother? We're just making money. And... That attitude has gotten us kind of to where we are. You know, it's the haves are not. That's exactly right. The haves sorry. right now. Sorry, Simon, my bad. The haves are not worried right now because they have, but the have nots don't know what the fuck's going to go on. Well, the haves should be worried because. Because the have nots are going to come after them. Well, that's what I mean. Like, this is, you know, uh, fuck, not to be like ridiculous, but at some point, people are going to need what they're going to need. And they're going to go get it. I don't think that this was a total Dr. Doom. I thought he was very practical. And it was like, yes, this is going to happen. I don't think he thinks it's the end of the world. That people, was six days uh, ago. People, I, I think, though, it's compounded by the way the economy is contracting around everyone. Everything's shutting down like that is adding to the stress and the shock of the situation. But 
I don't think it's the end of the world. I, I think he's optimistic. It's just going to be a hardship. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe this is the end of the world. Come on, Where's my, my fucking motorcycle? My big problem is this. Is like, I, don't, I don't think, looking at this the way I am right now, that it's the end of the world. But yeah. the more we talk this out, the problem is, like Simon just said, is us. Is Can we cope with this for an extended period of time? Where, listen... We can sit here and say, okay, if the mortality rates are 3%, like you said, it sounds it sounds harsh, but like, okay, maybe we can live with that. But can we as a society keep it to fucking gather to where we're not killing each other? Like, let's say the virus kills 25 million, but we go around through looting and rioting and kill another 50 million. Well, that's where I'm saying off the top, the best thing is for everyone to get this. That's wow. the best thing. Again, I... If, he said that. Yeah, I know. He said and that. Then- what happens, God forbid, if somebody you know gets sick and dies and then like just nothing's going to be normal because nobody can go to fu- the funeral? Y- you know what I mean? Like it's just really fucked up. No, no. Everyone would be able to go to the funeral if everyone has it. Keep in mind too though, Kamar, like this guy um... – oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Well, the marijuana got me. My bad. It becomes where everyone will have it. You'd be a minority to be healthy. Well, no, but like he said, too, it's dangerous. Like, again, they don't know enough about it. He's sitting there saying obesity and uh, and dude, obesity and diabetes play a huge role in this thing. If you have either of those, which a large portion of Americans are either diabetic or obese, it could kill you. So the three oh, percent no. death rate thing, it could be Listen, that could be a low ball number. We could find out a year from now that maybe it's 25 percent mortality rate and then we're fucked. But that. That amount of people is dying every day. I always take pause and think about the tsunami of 2006, I think it was. Yeah, in Thailand, where yeah. 250,000 people died in an hour yeah. or two hours. Yeah, and so Japan. Japan wasn't as many fatalities, but just things can change to what you think irreversibly. Like Fukushima is still fucking going. Yeah, that thing's you know burning I mean? its way to the core of the earth. As if that thing's not firing, fighting this virus. Yeah, but that didn't touch us here, you know. So it was easy to say. Well, like, hate- look, if you if you had felt the effects of Fukushima, it would have been a much bigger deal. Yes, but for those people, Fukushima, life, everything shut down, economy, of, way of worse course, than what we're yeah. going through right now. And I, I, I didn't do any research, but I think they're still there. Yeah, with like four arms and uh, 16 eyes. I think it's like also almost better uh, if it's a natural disaster because then there's uh, work to be done. Like there's no work to be done with this except for in the healthcare. Like, I wonder it's if it's to a- stay. It's to stay away from people. That's your work. And to stay away from the, the uh, people shuts society down to a halt. Yeah. Well, I think that's the idea for a ver- for a little while to try and put like a dent, you know. But no one knows. I mean, no one knows. The basketball thing was the wildest, eh? So the insane. U- the, okay, you know what I'm talking about. The Utah Jazz player uh, was asked about coronavirus, rubbed his hands all over mics and everything, big smile on his face. Even worse, then went into the locker room and was joking around, touching everyone jerking else's guys shit, off, whatever, jerking yeah. guys off, yeah. Um, and uh, and then another player on the Jazz got... Well, no, then the next day he got it. Then they shut down the NBA in mid-game, by the way. Did you hear that footage? Yeah, Mark Cuban was... Did you not see Mark Cuban? I, it was not that game. It was Utah against Toronto. No, they'd played Toronto a few days before. Oh. It was Utah against somebody, but it was just... They were on the court. Yeah. The refs were talking. Then the players left, 
And then they pass the paper and goes, okay, guys, the game's canceled. Uh, make sure you take your time trying to get out of here. We don't want to get hurt. Like, you can hear in his voice, do not cause panic. Yeah. Do not cause All panic. All right, everything <laughs> is perfect. Let's make sure we just leave in an orderly fashion. And so, like, there's not going to be any sporting events for a year. I don't if, think there are. If we go to the isolation thing. I said to Mary last night, they won't play. I don't think they will play sports again in 2020. As far as, like, a... I know UFC's trying their hardest because Dana White's a fucking madman, but I don't think we're going to get Tony and Khabib. I don't think there's going to be a World Series, an NBA title, a Premier League, Champions League. There's not going to be any of that there's shit There's going to be year. no money moving ev- anywhere. It, it, I don't know how it cannot be the end of the world. Like, you guys also- are s- Go ahead, Simon. No, no, please. Remind me about money, guys- though. You guys are saying all of this, and it's like when somebody says a trillion dollars. You know what I mean? I, I'm listening to it, but I still can't accept it. Wrap my head around what that's going to be like. You know what I mean? But this is the argument for why it's just got to go. Well, Kamar Jara mentioned to me that they might, uh, this might be the end. He read an article that this might be the end of cash money. Well, yeah. What a time for Bitcoin to slide in there. No, no, no. But just like they might just move to a oh, a just handling like, money is now not a good idea because it's what a great way to pass to it along. So what they're saying is they it. might just they might just say you have you can put your money in the bank, but once you put it in the bank, it's never coming out in cash form again. Everything now is done by electronic transfer or or whatever. Mean, meanwhile, you couldn't take more than a thousand dollars out at the bank today. Well, that was another question. There could be a run on the bank right now. Well, they won't give any one person more than $1,000 cash. They just don't have enough money. Which is insane. Because money isn't real. That's a big wake-up call. That's got to be... Once this thing passes, that's going to be a big wake-up call for people. They're going to be like, I had... 100,000, 10,000, whatever amount of money in the bank, and I came to you guys and said, can I get my money? And you said no. But you can go to the bank machine and take the money, but most people have like a limit. You know what I mean? Like doesn't if you matter. wanted, if, Sorry, it go was ahead. The, if it was the end of days, you know what I'm saying? And you just wanted to liquidate, like you're saying, there's they don't even have close to enough cash to make it. If it's the end of like, days, does money have value? No, Kamar, we were talking about this. So there's a gentleman that spent time in Kosovo during the. Um, the civil unrest there, or the civil war, whatever it was. Remember when Kosovo in the nineties was like, yeah, yeah, there's a civil at war at a there. tipping point. Yeah, okay, Sarajevo. He, yeah, so this this reporter went there and spent a great deal of time there during that time, and he wrote a book about it. And he said that it took two weeks for money to have zero value. Two weeks. He said in under two weeks, whatever cash money or coin money you had was completely useless. He said that he said it was amazing what became valuable. He actually told a story about a gentleman that, sorry, Simon, I know I already told you this. He told a story about a gentleman who had like a, um, like an oil drum full of lighter fluid and he became independently wealthy through bartering and trading during the civil war because people needed lighter fluid. Cause it was just a simple thing that like, I mean, think about it. If everything breaks down, a lighter is an they're, incredibly, they're, uh, cleaning his house for him. Like when you say barter, cause money at this point has lost its value. No, but you, you might say, Kamar, you might be like, listen, give me a liter of lighter fluid and I'll give you my car. And right now your car is not worth anything. But when this thing, when this thing, you know, comes to closure, you own 50 cars. Where's the opportunity right now? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, my that's my biggest fear. Is these that, are all, these are all, sorry, Matt, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Simon. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I, I, I no. Please, it's all. It's I was all really good. interested to hear what you were going to say, Simon. All I was more for them, mo- much more than Matt. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how this podcast rolls. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Um, you know the it, the apocalypse talk is it may be too soon for that. It you know what I'm saying? Well, it's it's just worst case scenario talk. Like yeah, Simon, I know. listen, and I have no problem with that. I just don't want to. Um, Simon, think about every every apocalypse movie you've seen. It's always it's <laughs> always know, a, a, a like a clip of the road where they're watching an old news clip of someone who's like. I know it's true. It's true. But it's uh, all very true. But uh, I, I think this opened your mind to the 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 concept of just letting it go, despite the well, it, catastrophic it ju- loss that we anticipate coming. It just shows you that uh, you ain't can control a shit, man. Yeah, yeah. We're, because we're, we're, that's, we're, that's what I was starting right, about. When right, I said, even if not, like, not that I had it figured out. I was in total upheaval. But if you had had it figured out, fuck it. You know what I mean? Because well, it's all like good. when they talk about natural disasters. Like, you know, at any point, Mother Nature just fucking shoves a giant fucking finger in your ass. And what I find is fascinating is um, the planet's fine. Like Go I call, back to bed. I called a friend out in Victoria. I was like, how's it out there? I was like, oh, you know, flowers are coming out, <laughs> green grass. But they're having a huge problem because their whole industry is cruise ships. Yeah. Like three or four dock every day. Listen, my and aunt. And they're shut down. My aunt and uncle live in Thailand in uh, Phuket. And I, I hit them up the other day just to be like, you guys okay? And my aunt was like, we're fine. You know, everyone's laying low. But she was like, everyone here is worried sick there's no she was like there are they live off tourism in phuket that's it that is the industry there is no other my, industry my cousin is in miami right now i guess judging by her instagram because she was showing uh cruise ships that aren't allowed to dock just they've been there for like days just you know sitting with people on the them? fucking shore yeah i guess so well, that's good for the planet though well kamar here's what's even worse i don't know if you know this Simon didn't believe me when I told him either. Airlines are flying empty flights currently. They have to use the fuel or something? It's not the fuel. They have to. to, There's an FAA regulate, a European FAA regulation. I guess there's no FAA in the whatever. There's some regulation that says that you will lose your spot in line if you don't maintain a certain amount of flights on on a certain runway or whatever. So there's airlines right now that are flying a full crew, full like like a, an empty plane with a full crew just making that, flights. Yes, I even mo- even more than that. As well to that, um, if they run the flights, then they don't have to cancel it. If they cancel them, then they have to deal with giving everybody their money back. But if they run the flights and you're choosing not to go, yeah, then they they don't yeah. have to deal with any of that shit, which is a ton of cash. So between those two things. They're running empty flights, like you said. It's absolutely true. My only point was just like, what a terrible thing for the environment, especially at a time where we could be... It's amazing for the environment. Flying empty planes, come on. Oh, it's sorry, terrible sorry, for the environment. Sorry, yeah. Maddie, what's crazy to think is when you like, you know, you're sitting outside having a cigarette and you look up in the air and there's a plane flying overhead and you're like, there's nobody in that. Yeah, I never even thought of that. But I still, I still see chemtrails. I still see chemtrails. Well, they're definitely still dropping chemtrails. I mean, they're flying the planes. It's the amazing uh, level of uncertainty that is just universal right now. But, uh, I mean, 
you have to recognize you have you can only control yourself and what you're doing. But I just I the panic that just keeps spreading is like it it won't help. Yes, everyone has to sort of come to terms with this somehow because panicking is 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 counterproductive. Well, that's why I'm not panicked. I'm just I'm concerned, and I'm going to stay home for as long as it's feasible. Just be prepared, man. That's well, I'm don't not. panic. Just be prepared. Well, lucky for you, Maddie, your friends are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming over to grab half your rice later on. <laughs> you got it, man. I need some elk, and elk later. I need some elk. That's one thing. I don't know if you guys saw Ronda Rousey post a video that she caught a lot of flack for. Did either of you see that, Simon? No, I don't know what you're talking about. So Ronda Rousey posted a video where she was like, she's married to Travis Brown, the MMA fighter. Yeah. And she's like, I went to the grocery store the other day to get some supplies and I hit Travis up and I was like, Travis, what do we need? Do we need meat? And then it's like, it goes to her at her, her two like chest freezers and she opens them up and it's all like freeze dried vacuum sealed meat that I guess he's hunted or that they bought whatever. And she's like, nope, guess we're good there. And she pretty much goes around her land like, what about vegetables? No, look, we have a full garden. And then she does this whole speech about sustainability and how easy it is. And it's like, bitch, you're living on 10 acres. Shut the fuck up. No one, like most of the US, most people in the world don't have money for 10 acres and to be sustainable, you dumb twat. Like, just fuck off. That's great. You're ready and prepared. Now we know. I hope she's she's taking flack for that. She is. And I hope her place is the first to get looted. No, that's a terrible thing to say. Terrible thing to say. Yeah, this is one of the best comedy podcasts we've had in a long time. Um, this one? Because <laughs> of the times we're in right now, obviously for the movie game, um, we picked uh, Contagion. Uh, for new listeners, this is the movie game where Simon and Mac go head-to-head to figure out the budget and gross of a former motion picture. Uh, my numbers are not accurate. That does not matter. Um what has to happen is uh, Simon and Matt are going to pick the year. Whoever gets the year on the nose, not closest to, gets a point. And then they both get points for budget of the movie and gross at the box office. It's always a fun time. Maddie. Yeah, man. I, this whole thing is so hard because not the movie game. That's just, I'm terrible at it. But um, it's so hard doing this remote because you can't see any sarcasm. You know what I mean? <laughs> at all. Well, so I, before, when I mentioned chemtrails, I was being sarcastic. Um, and Kamar is like talking to all these new people. And I want to be rolling my eyes at you, but I can't. Yes, yes. I would be snickering more. Uh, Matt's giving the respect. I need to pull this <laughs> off. So Contagion, new. can you tell me Can you tell me who was in it? Or t- just tell me what year it came up. <laughs> uh, the, the, uh, Matt Damon. You guys Kate. are hilarious. I already think there's all sorts of hanky shit going on on this movie game. You know that. Right? Oh, and for the listeners, it's five million dollars closest to the budget and fifty million closest to the box office. Hold on, hold have- on, hold on. You think there's some weird shit going on here? Kamara is like, you guys are like that fucking unisex snake. You guys are so fucking tight. So fuck off thinking there's some weird shit going on here. Matt still feels like you're right beside me, Simon. Uh, I tried to sit in your chair and I just couldn't do it. I don't have the mojo. It's okay, Kamar. You used my mic. You might as well sit in my chair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Simon, do you have a year written down? Uh, No, not as of yet. So yeah, Um, it was Matt Damon, Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Winslet. Holy shit. Directed by Steven Sodenberg. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was watching it this morning. Either way, Simon, just go for the year right now. You're not doing budget yet. What yeah, year, what yeah, year yeah, did yeah. it come out? Okay, got it. Okay, here, I'll let Kamar read out to you what I wrote down. Kamar? 
I see what you wrote down. So you say it out loud. Oh, 2015. No, no, that's not what that says. <laughs> 2013. 2013. So I confirm. You have really nice, cute writing. I, I hate you. I can't I read it. Kill you right now. No, it's very Simon. Neat. What year do you have? That's such a coincidence. I said 2013 as well. No, I'm just joking. I said 2010. This came out September 9th, uh, 2011. Oh, you were closer, Simon. Not that it matters. Yeah, not that it matters. This came out on 9/11. No, you said September what? 9th. You just said September 9th. Yeah, I did. Sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Is that September 9th? No, that's 9-9. Nine, 9-11 nine. Oh. Is, is September 11th. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, wow. So conspiracy over. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> fucking dead that. I've it's... always said it's the best thing to get to the bottom of conspiracy. <laughs> it's true. Wow, there was a lot of people in this movie, Kamar. There was. 2010. 11. 2011. 2011, sorry. It would have been funnier if we just went with the 9-11. What a bad time to come out for anybody. A launch an album, a new movie. Someone's dream was to launch this week something. Yeah, terrible. I mean, except for online shit, man. Yeah. Like you told me, start doing my videos. Well, dude, this could be a time where a lot of YouTube people could come out of nowhere. Just because you're stuck at home, right? You could bring personalities out of the woodworks. And, but and now I'm kicking myself, but I know why I wasn't doing it before. Um, yeah. It's the one thing I said. Imagine if this podcast really took off and then the world went to shit. Wouldn't that be so ironic, Kamar? Well, and you guys both s- said when we started this, the world was going to end in five years. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're a year in. Okay, Simon, what, uh, okay. what what's your budget? So I said it was uh, $67 million, Okay. And it grossed 182 Okay, see, I went the different direction. I think I think this thing didn't make any money, and I think it cost a bit. So I said forty nine point eight million to make, and it only grossed sixty eight point nine million. The true answer is it cost sixty million to make. Nice. And grossed a hundred and thirty five million. Oh well, I'm not I, close I enough, Simon, but I was close. Simon gets it. I'm not even writing my shit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even writing my shit down. By the way, what did everyone rate the week? Did you write it down, Simon? Oh, we didn't rate the week. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we did, did yeah, rate we did. the week. We, no, you I, gave it a three, Simon gave it a three, and I gave it a two and a half. Yeah. All right, well, are we done yes. with uh, Doom and Gloomer? Can we move on? Let me, let, let me just see if there's anything else of uh, interest that I got here. And then what is going on over there? Chico's. Uh, Chico just came Well, down. dogs can't get yeah. it, so he's all right. But, well, um, we don't know that for sure. <laughs> I saw it in a fucking meme. Oh, well, then it's true for sure. Exactly. Does it feel like the door's and open? Do you feel a breeze? Yeah, maybe I'll go check. Oh, never mind. We're good. Is a, The breeze was a lovely woman's voice. Okay. Do we want to rate the rate the episode then, Simon? Uh, yeah, sure. The only other thing they talked about was Lyme disease. Oh, we yeah. Are, we well, know about that. When I was going in with my um, prejudice. Yeah. And trying to not hear what he was saying and hear what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I was like, yeah, exactly. I was definitely looking at those as just as just as dangerous and stuff that is, is worrisome. Like we're getting attacked from all sides, and the planet is still fine. Well, it's the planet that's attacking us. You realize that, right? Hmm. Well, then we are yeah, the planet. Up, you're so. right, Matt. What's that, Kamar? We are the planet too. Then I mean, it's all just biological, right? Sure, we are the planet, but it's the same way, like, it's like a skin tag. Like, it's part of your body, but you have no problem being like, this thing is not 
you know, I'm getting rid of this. We it's are, an issue. We are the skin tags. We are the skin tag of the earth. Through yes. the planet, through a bat, through some jackass, through uh, lax regulations, uh, underreaction. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. Well, the earth is well, like. Well, this is. Sorry, Matt. No, I was just going to say, the earth is like, if you guys want to play God, well, you're fucking with the wrong thing. Go ahead, uh, Simon. Well, well, there's just no way uh, human beings would ever have gotten rid of something like, let's say, the cruise line industry. This is the planet's way of doing it for us, you know. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real fast track. I just had a moment to think about what if you are somewhere abroad. My friend Alex is stuck in. Well, there's uh, millions and millions of people abroad. Like my other buddy just got back from Peru today. Luckily, like, but he's I, in under, 14 under day the quarantine. Gun, yeah, I mean that's got to be really scary, Kamar. To your point, to be somewhere else right now when shit may be popping off, and you're just like. Like it's scary being at home where you're safe people, as you possibly you know? could be already. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, and and that would that's why I know Toronto isn't far, but mm. it's far enough. Yeah, Simon Alex is in Europe, and he he normally sells his paintings for like five grand a piece. And he yeah. went on Instagram today and was like, "Emergency, we're stuck in Europe. They're gouging prices on flights. We got to get out. We got to find a way out of here. Like, I'm just putting an auction on like five pieces right now." Like whatever wow. bid anyone wants, let's just fucking wow. please, like let's just get me the fuck out Fire of here. Fire sale. I was looking at the planes. Flights around here are super cheap. Of course, obviously. I can't. I can't imagine. Like that's just must be so terrible for that dude, Matt. Like or for anybody who is just trying to get home at this point. Oh. Not that home may be any better, but uh... no, I was oh, dude. It's one of those things where again, like you feel helpless. Like I'm like, I wish I had made enough money in my life to like send this guy a grand just to help him back, but I'm fucking useless and broke. So, and I saw yesterday, which again was like, I'm still looking for fucking reasons not to f- freak out, and I will not freak out. And I'll die if I die or whatever. I'm just, I can only control that and. Everything's shutting down, but they were showing footage of uh, Chicago O'Hare Airport. Yeah, and there was a thousand people shoulder to shoulder. Like, yeah, of course, waiting to be screened and tested. But like, yeah, what is it? They find one in there, and that's you, it. Well, have you seen the ball spreading? What do you mean? There's there's a uh, two boxes with a little hole uh, um, between a, and a wall separating them. Okay, and the one is infected, and it's all one color. And then one goes into the other room. And then you see how it fills up so fast. Hmm. So, and, and I think that's what's concerning to people is they don't know what's going on. On all they can say is, is just stay away from everybody. Yeah. But I contend the best thing is to run into this thing full bore. A lot of people die. And that's what the doctor said. He said that's the best thing to do, but morally it's... Uh, Go on, Simon. Uh, well, that's just not at all the opinion of the JREE. I'm just throwing that out there. With your countering my opinion with the overriding opinion of the show. Yeah, what he's well, saying is there's two of us that oh, don't agree with you at all. You. No, he's speaking for us as a show. We override you. It's a democracy here. So, like, if we were going to put out, like, Kamar, if, if we were going to put out a statement tomorrow. Yeah, if we were going to put out a statement. It's not for you to run head on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our position. Yes, our position as an as a group. Uh, can I can I get our position with a dissenting view? <laughs> can I get that yeah. out? We would have the votes at the yeah. bottom that you abstained. How about yeah. that? That would be. Well, or, or just start that statement with. This is Kamar's opinion and only Kamar's opinion. With, yeah. That, so, well, that's you know, 100%. like, 
like Sam does when he has like a normal person on his show and he has to say, well, this is my opinion, not the opinion of this guest. Yes. Yeah. Um, so can we rate uh, this thing? Oh, we hadn't done that yet. No. Simon, I just turned yeah. you up a bit. You're, I felt like you were a bit low for the audience. All righty. Um, now you're super high. I like it. You want it me better? to rate okay. this? Yeah, please I rate the give, doctor. I mean, he was he was really good. I'll give him a four. Well, let me start by saying this. It feels odd rating this episode, to me at least. It was a public service announcement, so. Yeah, there's just a bit of a hiss. There is just a bit of a hiss, yeah. Um, you gave it a four, Simon? Okay. Kamar, what do you give yeah. it? Uh, I have to give it for uh, timeliness, uh, a five. But it, yeah, it's a five. It's a five for me. Okay, I quit. I'm gonna see you guys later. Be- All right, later, Simon. Because I went into <laughs> it wanting to fucking um, disagree with everything you said. Oh, you, you don't know what you're talking about. But it'd be uh, three and a half. Had we done it the day after? Oh, if if we had recorded this the day after it was released, you would have given it a three and a maybe, half. Maybe maybe a four. But given the reaction that the world has, just what just. How, the timeliness of it. I'm sorry. It's just it, the, one of the most important podcasts he's ever had, I think. I mean, you know. Looking back, especially, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, sure. I'm really going to quickly rate it, and then we'll just give some closing statements. I'll give it a four. Um, but I will say this. Um, a lot of people give Joe shit about his guests and like not enough diversity and how he owes the general public something. Um, you know, and there was a lot of blowback about the Bernie and the, the Tulsi shit, this, that, and the next. Um, but he was really on top of this one. I mean, he, you know, he didn't have to do this, obviously, but he was concerned enough. That was the thing. You guys saying he wasn't concerned. He's obviously concerned enough to have this guy on. Uh, I think it was in the uh, posts, the fight <laughs> companion, and they were liquored up. What are you talking about? They were drinking. What about the fight companion? Though? But he he just wasn't. Oh, you're saying in that he wasn't that worried. And this is after the fact. Gotcha. So okay. okay. The, the information is settled with him. Who knows how he feels today with all the closing of stuff? True. Because it was like he had that podcast, and then the stores of the comedy store start closing all this stuff. Up. Well, like kill, like Tony Hinchcliffe yesterday announced, we're still doing Kill Tony with a hundred people, and then an hour later was like, we're not doing it with a hundred people. If you have a ticket, we're sorry, don't come. We're gonna do it and live stream it, but that's it. And it's uh, sadly this is the uh, news. Uh, corporation's wet dream no oh, the 24-hour news cycle loves this you know what's hilarious is watching sports center or watching tsn right now no it's not <laughs> throwback games and the like dude it's the fucking worst but even sports center there's nothing to talk about uh there is nothing to talk about well pat mcafee sees we talk about the upcoming season that's never going to happen yeah that's never but gonna netflix happen. shut down like the weirdest thing was on fight companion brian Callen's show got canceled yeah in atlanta yeah but that's neither here nor there since we're talking about Dr. Doom. Do- All right, well, let's quickly, uh, let's get to Atlanta. Fort- what do you mean Atlanta? He had a live show in Atlanta, a stand-up show, and it got uh, canceled. Uh, oh, no, you were talking about his I thought uh, it was his television show, no, yeah. Mark? I think it was the television show. I meant well, his, they took no, a, his live they show. Got- oh, what what television show does he have? He That's that uh, his big break. It's, it's about a young girl, but he's the gym teacher in it. It's the spin-off. So hold on, hold on. Uh, I want to get this straight. Brian plays a gym teacher, and now Brendan plays a gym teacher? Brendan plays a gym teacher in something? We're talking about Brendan right now. His show got canceled. That's what no, we're talking Brian. about. No, Brian. 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 Oh, so, oh, his television Brian. show got yes, canceled. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah, you were talking yeah, about Brendan. School. Okay, okay. He was just on his phone going, oh my God, my show just got canceled. One episode left. Maybe he means it got canceled, canceled. Maybe, but all productions, like, 
we haven't even felt the shitty effect of all this closing down. And you know what I mean? Like next week, it's going to be much worse than it is this week. You just finished saying you didn't want people to panic. No, <laughs> he wants them to run head on. We it. have to just say <laughs> people are going to die. Let's get this and get immune to it. We need like a giant game of Red Rover. Something is something we could go get it and do some work with a bunch of. Oh no, but you're sick. You, you do have the flu and shit. Like it's not like you get it and it's fun. You're really sick for a yeah. couple of days and then you're better. You're convincing yourself here, Kamar. This is your fucking idea. Hold on though, Kamar. You and, might be sick. Uh, you don't know that. You might be sick for weeks. Well, like or I months. said at the beginning, uh, Tom Hanks and Sophie Trudeau. So you're waiting to see what their recovery time is as well. Time and yeah. So let me ask you: What if Tom Hanks dies? Then are you worried? The, I think the world falls apart. <laughs> oh, so, so if Tom Hanks dies, well, that's what, the tipping point, what as Malcolm Gladwell would say. Linchpin of the <laughs> what do you want me to tell you, like Tom Hanks? <laughs> like, how did the world react when Kobe died? Yeah, well, is Kobe bigger than Tom Hanks? Well, that's an interesting question. That's one for is the. Is that an easy question? Tom Hanks is bigger than Kobe? Do you think? Yes. Well, they both probably respect each other mutually on a professional level. That's not, <laughs> that obviously no, wasn't the I question. Mean, Tom Hanks has Kobe three has Oscars. Kobe has one. So, okay. Kobe has three championships. Tom Hanks has zero. And I don't think Tom Hanks would be uh, anything special to young people. So maybe you're right. Okay. There, I can change let's, my mind. Let's, let's not get stuck on Tom Hanks, the linchpin of the universe. Well, that like Simon, I just told you I read the tipping point or half of it yesterday. That's all it takes. If Sophie Trudeau yeah. dies, like it's it's going to be very bad for the psyche of everyone. I agree. Yes, agreed. And that's that. What if well, I die? What? One of Let's you is going to have to learn best, how to fucking edit. And we know the best is for everyone to get it and get through it. Let's just hope for the best. All right. Let's move on to Fortune. Be prepared and hope for the best. How do you say her last name? It's Fortune Famester? Femster? Feenster. Feenster. Okay. Yeah. Who? Okay. So I listened to... So sorry, 1440, Fortune Feenster. I listened to... Uh, or I used to when I had Sirius. Um, I listened to this show. Uh, Tom Papa's show there. Yeah. With her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I thought she was black. Oh, I didn't think you were going to mention that on the show. Yeah, no, but, <laughs> I thought that was going to be some inside you know, baseball. But, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with it, but I obviously have a problem because this is the second time now with like an Alabama accent. Well, the draw is going to throw you off all the time. I I'm think. getting fucked up somewhere, man. It's mm-hmm. it's listen, Simon, you're a Jew. You can't help that. There is racism yeah. a little bit on everyone. Everyone has a little bit of racist in them. You hear Southern, you think black. I guess so, man. I guess so. I'm really, I'm really sorry. She's a lot. Who are you? Who are you sorry to? Yeah, to the world. <laughs> to everyone offended. There's, there's larger women, so you, there is some similarity. I mean, she had girth. I think you also seem the black woman was larger. I'm sure. What, so you were in the cra- neighborhood. What's crazy <laughs> is that. So I, I had listened to her a million times. I had also seen her in a bunch of different because I watched Mindy or whatever. Yep. So I had seen her work, you having her. no idea who she was. It's very fucked up now. You, you, like, you knew nothing about Chelsea lately. Do you know what's interesting? No, what, what is Chelsea lately? Is that Chelsea Handler? Yeah, show? it yeah. is. Yeah, or was? I'm yeah. not sure if it's on there. Well, why the fuck would I care about that bullshit? Well, that's just where I know her from. 
Not to oh, say I, I know everything. What I find interesting, Simon, is that you pictured Tom Papa having an early morning radio show with a rotund black woman. I just don't I know, see. Now, like, I know. <laughs> oh, no, that in retrospect, right. Matt, yeah. I, I, th- I must have thought it was like, uh, you know, they gave him somebody to work with her. I don't, I don't know. Man. Like, here's the thing. Know. When you told me you thought Theo Vaughn was black, I had to sit back and I went, okay, you know, maybe I can, I guess, I guess I could understand that one. This one I didn't get at all. And that's not like she sounded white or black, but I don't know. I just knew who she was, I guess, was more the the thing. Yes. So maybe yes. I had a biased yes. opinion going in. I don't even know how you sound black now that we now that we're mentioning it. Pretty, 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 pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah, no. I, that's what I'm saying. How do you sound black? It, the yeah, more you, racist this sounds. It is. No, no, I, it's not at all racist. It's not like I said, oh. I hate her. She's black. You know what I mean? Just no. you I form a mental picture of somebody in your mind. And in both those cases, that mental picture for me was somebody who was. Um, well, it's interesting of, you say that because whenever African-American persuasion, whenever I read a book, all the characters in my mind are African-American unless otherwise noted. I think we're just giving you Simon a hard time because although she is a white woman, um, she's still just a comedian. And we agree that comedians not always have the best podcasts yeah they talked a lot of shop it was a lot of shop talk but what i found glaring was that um she's only did it three years it was headlining and like there's just so much more opportunity in america it's, it's depressing well I mean, I she think- got passed right after martindale sorry matt i just have to run off to the bathroom for two seconds so you could have just right said you had back. to run off that's fine oh man <laughs> i had a great point i want to bring up Excuse me. What I was going to say is um, I, I get you. I'm with you. There is more opportunity, but I mean, I think she fell into it through other means as well, right? Like through that journalistic job she got where she was like interviewing famous people and oh, this assisted her getting in on the floor of like she got uh, to skip a step is theater, what I'm saying. She skipped two steps, she said. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't think she, she says she did this and then did that and and you know, she still did the work and grinded. But um, there's just so much more opportunity there. There's people who are, I'm sure, funnier than she is, uh, who've been grinding for 15 years here. Sure, but see, I I no longer look at it like like I don't even think people can be angry. It's like I've been grinding longer. I'm funnier than her. No, you it's, can't be. Like it's no longer about that. It's I don't think it's ever been about that. It's it's about luck. Like the grind matters for sure. If you don't put in the work and you're not on the grind, it's never going to happen for you. But that doesn't mean that if you do that, it's going to happen for you. It takes like luck is a big thing that no one ever talks about. And I'm not even I know. I'm I mean, I'm thinking in my head, Don Sweeney, all these guys that have come along who have been still grinding and just never get up there. But there there's a while where like everyone was like nowhere near anything on the come up at like fifteen years, you know, sixteen years. Bill Burr didn't break to sixteen years, like even though they're working, that's one thing. Sure. To do, do what that is, is another thing. I mean, keep in mind, it's a different world now where there's a million. Those guys all used to just have one avenue. You go to the comedy clubs, you tour, you get your name out there, maybe you get a special. Now you could have a YouTube, you could live stream. You know what I mean? There's a million different avenues to get yourself known and out there. So it's not like, I don't know. I, that, Absolutely. is just, I'm surprised when I heard that. Like I thought she'd been doing it on a level for years and you know stand-ups will never she she did um 
improv for a couple of years before she yeah. said, and I count that as performance and whatever. Sure. So it's more like um, she, she says three years, but she'd been doing it whatever in the in the arena for seven years or something. I just three years. Although that's what Eliza Schlesinger is. I mean, I don't think they're that funny, and not because women or whatever, but younger acts, like less mature acts, I don't find her refined and self potential, you know, to, to be great. I got to tell you, like, one of my biggest, it's not so much a regret because I don't think, I, I mean, I had no options, but when I was in New York going to school, like I, like I said a million times on here, I realized week one, like, oh, I'm not an actor. I just don't have it in me. I, I might be funny and I might be able to act comedically. When it comes to range, I have none. I can, I have one gear and that's be funny or fuck off. And my improv, like my improv class, my improv teacher, my improv teacher told me after three classes, he was like, I, I could just put you in my improv troupe. Like you wouldn't have to audition. You could just slide right in. Um, and I just regret not following up on that or staying in New York a little bit longer to try to, cause like, dude, think about the impractical jokers or like Will Ferrell. You hear about all these people that came from some fucking improv troupe that you'd probably never go see but a lot of them hone their craft that way man yeah you're gonna have to let that go and we're gonna get you back up by the horse and we'll write a show I, or something i took an improv class as a kid i have to i'm incredible at improv that's Look, and you I'm won't just, and you I, won't I hear me saying, saying that to show off I'm no 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 saying. i'm just saying i you'll never hear me say anything nice about myself but that that's one thing i'm i was i excelled at for sure one thing I wanted to talk about that I thought about when I was listening to this episode was um, you, you're always like Joe, no hardship or whatever. Like, how is it? How, how is he able to tell people when thing goes wrong what to do? Yeah. And I think you guys discount when he got kicked out of the comedy store and dropped by his agency. I mean, he was working and whatever, had some money, but that could have been the end of his. Uh, l greater comics, I'm sure, have. Got Here's what. Okay, sure. Well, Security. And mentally, that must have been fucking hard, man. Okay, Kamar, you might be right, but I, I think for me, I just Joe. <laughs> Joe has such a strong mind and doesn't give up that that I agree with you. That most likely would have killed ninety percent of comedians' careers, as in getting banned from the store. They probably just would have come, you know been in a depression. I think again, though, if you're a working comic in L.A., there's so many other. It doesn't have to be the store. Not to mention the store wasn't what it was. Now, then, right? So him this is a sad, lonely place. Yeah. So him walking away, and again, he's such a he's such a driven and motivated guy that I think he would have found he would have found something. So I I don't know. I or or he would have um, never done anything. Sure. Like the, the getting kicked out there was like, well, okay, I got to do other stuff. You know what I mean? And hence we have a podcast. So, uh, what may have seemed to him like a shitty thing at the time, anyways, I was just saying that was a hardship. Since then, I don't think it's been pretty good for Joe. Yeah, listen, I don't. If you think that I'm saying Joe's never been through hardship, that's no, definitely. We were just discussing when we were talking about the Honey Honey episode. All I'm saying is that Joe, and I guess it's maybe how he stay tries to stay grounded, which he it, listen for all intents and purposes for his stardom and what he makes in a year. He is an incredibly grounded person. I, I don't want to take that away from him in any way, shape, or form. There are people in his position that have huge heads, that are dickheads, that are assholes. I think Joe deals with his fame incredibly well. He deals with his wealth incredibly well. I know you love him. He's incredibly generous from what I've heard from other comedians and people that have podcasts. I hear nothing but good things. All, my, my only The only sticking point for me, Kamar, is just that given his position in life now, he he 
often has an air of like, it's so easy to just turn things around and change them. And I just, you know, as well as I do. My example then is that that happened. And you know what I mean? Whatever mindsets. Sure. But listen, I, I agree with you that you're, you know, you and I both know that change is very difficult. And but you can't change if nothing changes. I agree, but and you have to have a positive mindset about it. You have to go in saying I can do this, and I'm with you. And I like the fact that Joe does that. I'm not. I don't want to take away from the fact that he's trying to motivate people to better themselves for sure. I'm just saying sometimes it can come off to people who are in the dumps and who don't make thirty million dollars a year. Sometimes it can come off as maybe insensitive. That's all. I, that's my only point. Come on, Simon. I wish you could see the look Kamar's giving me right now. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm not here to uh, argue with you or say your point of Joe's is hard for Joe to give um, advice or, or where his percentage comes from. I'm just saying, uh, reminding us that Joe did go through hardships. Of course. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe he's been through more hardships than that. In his I, just, life. I just thought about it. I also don't think you get to where Joe gets to without going through some hardships. Like, I don't think anyone has a trip to the top that is not fraught with. You know what I mean? Like, do you think anyone just gets to the top and is like, well, that was easy? Well, like Justin Bieber. No, Chris Tucker. Why Chris Tucker? I would say Justin Bieber was a good example. five minutes of stand-up comedy. He did it on one Def Jam. Destroyed. And then He's became. doing a movie with Jackie Chan. All right, maybe. And he came out with an album, and it was horrible. Yeah, but even then, he might have been struggling up till that five minutes. Like, he might have been nothing but hardship up to then. Oh, I'm, oh no, I'm sure it was hard. But get to the top, like, it, it's... Some people work a lot harder. I don't know. It's, it's all up the air. Again, you're forgetting. Chris Tucker might have also been doing stand-up for 10 years at, to hone that five minutes. I think he'd been doing six months. All right, maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't know. There are these stories out there. What's up, Simon? Did, uh, have you guys ever seen the um, those giant bats they were talking about? The ones that have like the fucking horse heads? I've seen them in Australia. Yeah, they're disgusting. They have giant You've bats. actually seen them in real life, They have Kamar? giant bats in Australia. Ugh. They're so fucking gross, man. Like, bats disgust me, just the little tiny ones that we have here. But these fucking things are so gross. And it, it must be where people saw dragons from. Those big bats. Yeah, like at some point, you know? Especially if you're high on DMT. Whoever, For sure. Whoever or made mushrooms. B- whoever made Bacardi. <laughs> so many yeah. bats in Cuba. Yeah, yeah gross. Um I saw this, like, uh, you know how they make models of the way, uh, like, the the biggest bird back in prehistoric times? Yeah. And so it's the guy standing next to it. It's The thing was fucking massive, man. Like, massive. Well, I mean, they think all dinosaurs were birds. They think they all had feathers at this point. Even the, yeah. the like, all of them. And dinosaurs yeah, but they, did, they didn't all fly. This thing actually flew. Sure, but either way, they think yeah. they all had feathers, at least, which puts them... Somewhere in the bird family, doesn't it? Well, no. it's, it does for sure. And it makes it crazy when you look at just the tiny little bird outside and you're like, holy shit. Like, at one point, that thing was, you know, the size of a bus. I think the only reason I uh, fear bats is because of Cujo. The movie? Yeah. I don't remember it. I know it's a Stephen King. But the he, dog, well, the, right? The dog goes yeah. crazy. But the dog chases a rabbit in a hole and then a scared bat bites Cujo on the nose uh, and all hell breaks loose because uh, it gives him rabies. So Stephen King knew all along. 
Well, we, we, we've known all along just from Contagion, 2011. We knew nine years ago. How are we back this. to this? Anyway, Fortune Femme. I had a very uh, traumatic experience as a child where a bat flew into our house and my dad's uh, s- smart idea was to open the window to let the bat out. At which point more bats flew in. Oh, that's so Yeah, it was really. And, do- and then and then we had to do like uh, the great outdoor style and put the helmets on and go in with tennis rackets and just fucking. Your dad opens the window and the bat that's inside is like, guys, the window's open. Yeah, pretty much with its. Who wants to play tennis? <laughs> because you use tennis rackets because they can't see the strings, right? Well, and the, we just smashed them with. Them. I've yeah. whacked them. Smashed. I've them. whacked many a bat in my day. Yeah. yeah, we have a lot of them up at the cottage. You should have grown up to be Batman after that experience, Simon. Hi, oh. Yeah, maybe. It's I guess it's because your dad lived. Hey, Kamar. I am Batman. Okay, back to Fortune here. We got to give her some fucking dues. I'm sure you have a note um, or two, Simon. Yeah, they, uh, they, as Joe always says, uh, The Walking Dead is such a great show until whatever season four or five or whatever it is. But I contend that it's still, it was always a good show. Right all the way through. Carl. Carl, yeah. I oh, and then I disagree. I agree with Joe 100%. You do, eh? The show ended when Rick died. I didn't even know Rick died. I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Yeah, that's a big spoiler, but I agree. If yeah. Rick dies, that's the you yeah, just killed the main character. I don't know if I, Rick I, died. Glenn. Glenn's the main character. The Asian yeah, is not the main character. Rick is the main character. It starts with... Oh, he it's, meets him first. Yes, but it starts with Rick... For sure, it's Rick. Okay, it, Rick it, is the main character, a thousand percent. It ended when Glenn died. No, I disagree. I disagree with that. But um, what was I going to say? We, Jesus. we just got a new Patreon as recording this. I guess the the economy's not crumbling. <laughs> we get notifications well, when they cancel as well. When when you can't go to oh god, thanks, Kamar. Well, you can't go to stores and spend your money now, so. Either way, let's say that in the middle. If someone, if you do have to cancel your Patreon, we completely understand. It's not totally uh, understand. I don't quite understand because everything's going to come back, but <laughs> it's a, it's a show, and we all agree. Oh, Matt, what I was going to say was, it got me to thinking about the main woman character on Walking Dead. Um, what's her name? Before she died off, um, Rick's wife, the wife there, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's the exception to the rule because she was just a bitch. But we were talking the other day. I was saying how all the women characters on these shows, or you were saying, are portrayed as these cunts, um, cunts. But maybe that's just how we look at it, right? That I said that to you. I, I, I know. I, I'm just repeating for okay, the audience. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, and. Like my son may look at these women as strong women. It's just such an interesting juxtaposition, you know, because it may very well be only our generation who looks at these women as Karens, you know, the well, ones that's, who complain about everything. That's exactly was my point to you is that we might just yeah. have to change our viewpoint because we yeah. are now official. Like, you know, you guys are in your 40s. I'm I'm close we are now that older generation that like that we used to look up at and be like, man, they just don't fucking get it. Do they like, how do you, how are you that old and stubborn? Um, and that's what I try to do. I try to, I mean, listen, I still think fucking Walter White's wife was a fucking bitch. <laughs> that's never going to change, but I was never going to send her a le- The craziest part to me was that I read, she wrote a piece in the uh, New York times when the finale was coming out. Cause she was getting all this hate mail and she was getting death threats. And I was like, you guys realize she's 
an actress, right? Like she's just playing the character that's on the page. Like why are know, you sending crazy. why are you sending an actress death threats? Um and and then it, you know what the other thing people need to realize too is if you ever watch a show and you absolutely despise a character, that means that the actor playing that character is doing an incredible job. What's wrong, Kamar? Uh-oh. Something's wrong with Kamar. Nothing's wrong with me. I just oh. wanted to watch because you look insane. <laughs> Why? How you're just talking. Like you're doing oh. a real one-man podcast, although you are talking to Simon. So yeah, but I having, look like Chris Delia exact, this weekend or something. Exactly. Shit, yeah. And I was just having a moment like... Could uh, I do it alone? Yes, you could do oh, it alone. Okay. I don't know. If, what's a good question? Simon's prodding you. Uh, just a quick update. Thought is happening so fast. I am no longer going to Toronto. Well, they that's are, good. If you open, uh, if you're a bar and you open, you're fined. Wow. Like everything is shut down. Yeah. Well, as it should be. That that's changed smart. in two fucking hours. Who is, uh, sorry, Kamar, just because we've already done so much coronavirus. Um, Who's your favorite woman character in any show? Oh, wow. That's a fucking great question. Lois. That's such it, a fucking lame that's, hipster. That's not a cartoon. For fuck's that's, sake. Not a cartoon. Um, that's not a cartoon. Oh, oh easy. Is. Susie. Susie. Susie Essman on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So, oh, Susie is so funny. I think uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus and Veep. That's oh, a great she's, answer. She's pretty, that's a yeah, fucking that's great answer. Yeah. That's, but that's Susie's really Susie's part. a really I, I'm. I, oh no, I love Susie. I love Susie. That's the a best, great answer. Simon, the best was they were interviewing her. I think she was on Jimmy Kimmel before this season started, and he was like, he was like, "What's it like? Like, do you?" She's like, "I fucking love it. They pay me to show up and tell Larry to go fuck himself." <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. I and I that's loved Kate Nally as a kid. Jane Curtin. Kate and Allie. Oh I don't God. remember that. What's that? Are you kidding me? That's Come my on. hipster answer. I thought you were talking Are about you, Lois uh, from like Al's Diner or whatever. Do you no, like I mean like, Lois from Family Guy. I do realize that. Yeah. Now, when he said do you cartoon. like Carmella? Carmella. Soprano? No. Yeah. You don't. Oh, Edie Falco. Nurse Jackie is pretty amazing. Hold on. I'll oh, say this. that was a good role, yeah. Edie Falco played her incredibly well, but I didn't... Um, no, what... I'm a deep Sopranos guy. I didn't like... You're not supposed to like any of them at the end of the day, I don't think. I'll even say this. I mean, she's no Kate and Allie. Go ahead, Kamar. Kamar's about to spit something big. I, at one time, thought Lena Dunham was all right. Ugh. Okay, fuck off. <laughs> it was half an episode. And then I came to my senses, but... Dude, she's the fucking worst. Wow, well, that's what I said once said. Yeah, she's she's up there on the list of the worst, for sure. Um, Did you guys talk about how... Uh, he said uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is humble. Nope. I've heard uh, somewhat the opposite. There's a bit of a big shot now. I mean, he's making a lot of money no, now. No, with, with, well, with good reason. I'm sure he's humble to Joe. Oh, yeah, no, I think I'm sure he's humble to all the comedians, but I, I just, I don't think. Um, yeah, but do you think if you're a, not a non-paid regular at the store, he's humble to you? That's, Joe? No. no. Well, he, Joe no, no, has no. said he's not. Sebastian. Yeah, I know Joe said he's not. That's yeah. Joe's no, like, don't talk to me. I'm he, here doing. He definitely's my- not. So I think that was that rarefied air. What humble is to what really is like. You knew who you were just once a waiter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I want to talk to you guys about is uh, they were talking about cults. Yeah, and uh, I realized that there's never been a woman who's run a cult. 
female the, the, cult leaders? The, the, a female cult leader. The, the, the that can't head. be true. Well, that can't name be true. one, Simon. Well, uh, Nexium. Well, oh, no, no. that was a man. It was a man. You're they, right. They you're get right, involved right. with a man, and there's women up at the top. Okay, well, if I did, wasn't afraid of fucking up the connection with my phone, I'd look it up right now. Because the there's got to be. The only thing I can come up with is Greta Thunberg. She's not part of a cult. Come on, here. come on, but where's my drum? Where's my <laughs> fucking drum? <laughs> you don't get a drum. Did we talk about uh, Grimes and Elon, or did we just talk about that personally? We talked. Me and you and Jarrah talked about that personally. But we never talked about that on the show. No, I don't know if Kamar knows that. Although he probably Kamar, does. Kamar, do you know that that Elon's baby mama yeah, is he's, Grimes? Yeah, oh, he definitely. I, knows. I knew it before they even. Were, I knew it when they were just talking in Montreal bars. Come on, man. How is Elon in Montreal? She's from Montreal. I know. Why was he there? Because he wanted to fuck her. So he just went to Montreal. I'm sure they met on tour, but and I, obviously I don't know that. But yes, I've known they've been together for a long time. Actually, they're not together now, but they were together for a long time. He but was she's, also with she's the, pregnant with his baby. Yeah, they are. Yeah. together. Okay, they are together still. Pardon yeah. me. The, the pregnancy's new. I thought she. You said baby's mama in the fact she had well, the baby she, already. She, no, no, she had never admitted that it was Elon's, and now she's come out and said it was Elon's. Well, that's amazing for that baby. What a because I, I don't know if you guys have heard of Grimes music, but she rocks. I fuck with Grimes. Oh, I don't know. But uh, he well, that, al- that one song is all right. He also dated um, Amber Heard. Elon. Really? Yeah. But he has like seven kids, doesn't he? Well, I'm sure they're all taken care of. No, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying they're not. I think it's more that's the interesting thing about this. I wonder if everyone is in the same boat or uh, all Elon's kids are going to be fine because they have so much money. I'll get off I that, think- though. I think Elon is probably fine. They're pro- he's probably like living on Mars, right? I don't think they have this on Mars. No, it probably is, came from Mars. What, what one of you told me two episodes that he has no money and that it's all tied up in stocks. If that's true, he's losing a fucking Grimes is having a hologram. <laughs> Her pussy just projects a child. That'd be amazing. Anyways, we need AI. We need it now. Yeah, you guys really need that X Factor. X Factor. X Factor. Wave the X. <laughs> oh my God. Simon, what else you got for Fortune? Well, just uh, on something on Elon for a sec, just while we're talking about him. They were talking about how he made the bad 420 joke. I don't remember. So I guess after he was on Joe. He like made some joke that alluded to something 420. I guess after he got high on Rogan, he started using 420 a lot, or maybe Did it he was using Hitler? maybe he was using it before. Um, and I was it just seems like exactly the type of lame joke that uh, somebody who was trying to be cool would use, you know? Did you see his Coachella joke? Yeah. No, what was that? It was a thank God Coachella got canceled. It's it's been they get garbage better forever. Bands, something like that, yeah. Ugh. Elon. I guess now that he's dating Grimes, he has like um TMZ credibility. Is that what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Is that it for Fortune, Simon? It was no, a, it was a lot it was a lot of shop talk. A Hold lot on. of let shop me, talk. Let me see what else I got here. It felt like all shop talk. And I appreciate all of it. Oh, you know what is the number one like Joe shop talk thing that I hate the most is any sort of keyboard discussion. 
I'm oh my done God, it's with, the worst. I'm done with the keyboard dis- discussion. The fact that I even know the term um, key travel <laughs> Just is too much. Travel know? in itself is lo- losing its meaning. And, and the fuck that I have to hear about the Lenovo 1000. Yeah. It's just, it's too much, man. They must send him a computer a week. <laughs> yeah, are those embedded? Uh, no. They have to have a sign on the door that says, Joe does not like the Apple keyboard. <laughs> so he doesn't bring up, so he knows, you know. I mean, you know how I feel about keyboards. And then he can move on. Dude, you know what's crazy is... Um, and this might serve us well if there is an apocalypse, is that two rabbits fucking can give you six that 600 pounds of meat a year. Yeah, it's nuts. But you can't eat just rabbit, right? They've been through that. It has too much of something or not enough of something. I don't remember. I don't remember. So it doesn't have any fat on it. That's what it is. Rabbits are so lean oh, that you have that to like sense. add lard to your diet if you're eating only rabbit. Or just I learned that on uh, in there. <clears throat> 40 Below. Very interesting. From that guy who was on Rogan, actually. The more you know. And I don't think you yeah. liked him when he was on Rogan, and now you've really I did become it, his fanboy. This is sick. This thing, is sick. Uh, I think he's good, man. I, I think well, he's Obviously, you talk about him every single fucking episode. How does Shane Dorian feel? He's my, he's my Lenovo 1000. What's yeah. his name again, Simon? You're right. I have no fucking idea, Matt. Garen, <laughs> he's not that big a fan. If we go on Simon's Google searches, definitely has searched for nude photos of this gentleman. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Okay, so what else do we got? Um, oh, I get the feeling that Joe may be starting his own podcast network. I don't. Why do you think that's Simon? I'm just, I'm calling it now. Oh, you have a feeling. You don't I know anything. I have a feeling. Well, Simon's- well he, he said something to her like, let's talk after the podcast about the radio show. I think he's going to try and get Tom to be the first person on his network by moving his radio show from uh, Sirius to Joe's podcast network. Great call. Great call. Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming, but uh, I do remember that moment because I watched this. Well, I remember he said to her, he's like, wait till after. And, and I got he, an idea. He, of, I have an idea for you. He gives her a wink. <clears throat> and he goes, I know something yeah. or something. So that's what I think is happening. Interesting. Mm, well, Sorry, Joe, no, if I gave all your plans. Well, away. nothing's happening now, ma'am. Everything no, well, is on hold. Well, before this, that was in the works. But listen, podcasts might be the only thing that uh, can keep going. Because you can do it like this if you have to. From your bunker. From your bunker. Yeah, this is such an interesting experience. So I expect I- that next week it'll just be a three-way call, just me sitting down here alone on a three-way FaceTime. Well, no, I mean, listen, I, I, that, it's possible, obviously, but hopefully, you know, Mary will be fine and everything will be just fine and we'll, we won't have to worry about it, you know? Smash cut to three weeks from now. I'm unshaved, unbathed. Zombies. My <laughs> anus is super dirty and I'm sitting here alone talking to myself. Oh my God. All right. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. What else you got for fortune, Simon? Um, how about the brain injury where you speak a new language or um, you end up with new talents? I saw that in a, a sitcom. I just ran, watched five seasons of this week. Well, I told you guys What's when that? I rake. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, I was. I went before I went into a coma. I couldn't catch a ball. Could not. 
Mm, I think speaking like different a, languages like a, are way like crazier, a, but that, whoa, that's whoa, interesting. Why? It's, like a baseball? Yeah, football, baseball, couldn't throw a basketball, couldn't throw a ball, couldn't, like, was just useless at sports. And then? And then I became, like, I'm not going to say I was a super athlete, but, like, a year after a coma, I could catch. I was, so you got more coordination is what you're saying. It seemed that way to me, yeah. And you well, pe- that's you interesting. a football. Well, we're going to well, find we out if I can we're kick gonna a football. We're going to find out, yeah. We're going to be out there in masks. No, yeah, I was going to say maybe we won't find out. Um, but remember that woman, Matt, that we saw who ended up with the... Uh, she doesn't speak Chinese. She has a Chinese accent. Yeah, the British woman that speaks with yeah. a Chinese accent. Yeah. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. <clears throat> it's insane, yeah. I mean, that just shows you that your brain is... That's the most, that to me, that's the most, that's one of the simulation kickers to me because it just, just shows you that it's all there, right? Like if you, like you just need to hit the head right and all of a sudden you have this wealth of information that wasn't there before. You can't just learn a language overnight. It's impossible. So how is well, it that you can all of a sudden speak Spanish unless, me, unless sorry. it's all up there anyway? It's all, it, of course it's up there, Dumbo. I don't Dumbo. mean like that. I don't mean you. I don't mean you Dumbo. I mean the feather. Yeah, yeah. It's all there long. Which is exactly like seeing the future and shit like that, man. Everybody has it. It's all there. You just have to uncalcify your pineal gland. Well, have you ever had deja vu that wasn't that wasn't really deja vu, but you felt like you saw it in a dream? I get them all the time. Everyday drinking. No, but not like that, because I've had them since I've been sober where I like No Matt, I get them all the time. Yeah, because there's a difference. I have deja vu where I'm like, I feel like I've actually seen this before. And then I have deja vu where I'm like, I feel like I've dreamt this before. Because I don't remember any of my dreams. Yeah, me neither. I smoke way too much pot. Way too much pot. So I think that's what's happening is like, I'm remembering the dream. Because you still dream. You're just not remembering your dreams. So I think that's what's happening to me is I'm like, they're coming through as a like a glimpse of something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm psychic. Oh, it's probably that one. But imagine when you woke up from your coma, you could like, I don't know, fuck, move shit with your mind or something. Yeah, well, that would be nuts. And I get it, Kamar. I, I didn't wake up speaking fucking perfect Spanish, but it still felt like a, it felt like a noticeable difference to me, like out of the blue. I appreciate you acknowledge that. It could be just maturity and... And Maddie, maybe there were other things that you were able to do that you just don't three. even know oh. that haven't even shown themselves I'm yet. Sure, maybe you're right. But I mean, again, it just seemed odd that like grade three, I couldn't catch a ball. And oh. then grade I think I think it's weird. I don't think you should let Kamar diminish that. I meant puberty, you. not maturity. I, I didn't hit puberty till like fucking grade. Have you hit it yet? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> Wow, I wish I had a drum for you, Kamar. Yeah, I am falling flat right now. But Fortune uh, Femson was a, a pleasant surprise, I, I must say, because um, I, I love shop talk. I mean, listen, she was... I, I love her positivity. She's just like a really happy person. She deserves all of her success because she just seems like a good... like a Yeah, super... she, seem, she seems great, man. And she's not getting by at her looks. Well, that's rude. But well, I, you no, didn't need to say that. <laughs> I find her the opposite of Eliza Schlesinger, and I like her a lot more than Eliza Schlesinger. Who, who's getting by on her looks? Is that what you're insinuating? Well, did you watch that Marky Mark movie? Yeah, um, she's clear. Yeah, I mean, who she, was she in the Marky Mark? She was a crazy. She was girlfriend. the girlfriend from Boston. Oh my God, she was. She was. Holy shit! Did you yeah, think that girl was, was overreacting? 
Yes, yeah. Overacting, yeah, exactly. you mean? Over, yeah. Oh, I, the re, we all are overacting. That whole that movie Matthew. just seemed overacted. Uh, it's a good serial movie, though. Just jump, 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 jump. Wow. Well, it's fun to watch. I mean, yeah. it's fun to watch any fighting movie like that, you know? Even then, Kamar, it's weird to say that thing about the looks because she's clearly like a. Oh, this isn't going to come out right, but I'll say it anyway. Bull Dyke lesbian? I think she calls herself that. Okay, well, there we go. Like sure. But you know what I mean? Like, So I don't think she's out there trying to like make men. Mm, if she was a bull dyke, though, I think she'd have like a more... Um, Listen, I wasn't trying to offend anyone. I was... Haircut. No, no, there's all types of people. That was so uh, so much more offensive than what I said at the beginning of the show. She's like a tomboy. Kamar, first of all, Simon, I guarantee whatever you said was way more offensive. You're, a Jew, you're a Jew and your people run the world. So. You misraced her. Simon, actually, why didn't you tell Kamar and I about this uh, coronavirus intensity like three months ago when you got the email? Because uh, I'm sworn to secrecy. Yeah, but we thought we were like inner circle because of the podcast, and now you're definitely just... inner circle. But this is like uh, Zion police. You know what I mean? I can't fuck with that. You Jewish knew, mafia. you knew I wouldn't believe it till they started shutting down the it's, comedy club. It's true. That's is, was that the breaking point for you, Kay? I'm still not broken. I'm actually relieved because I was having anxiety about whether I was going or not. I'm not going now. We're all in the same boat together. I need some elk. Yeah, I wish one of us had elk. Oh, I thought you did have elk. No, I'm sorry, man. I have matzah. Well, that doesn't Lots help anyone. Well, I'm coming. Hey, the Jews lived on it for many a year in the desert, Maddie. Oh, it's bread and butter. We're down to bread and butter. <laughs> We're straight past oh. bacon, eggs, to bread and butter. Yeah, you know what? Bread I'm actually now starting to think we did this through the podcast because we seem to wish a lot of weird shit into... And then Existence? We, yeah, and then we talked about if we had to just eat one food forever. And I think I did say that I was ready to live in the woods. Well, it sounds like you are in the woods right now, and this really feels like the end of the podcast. Yeah. In some eerie way. No, man. That's crazy. No way. I'm just kidding, fans. We'll be back as long as there's internet. (laughs) That's what we still need, right? Listen, I love how we're sitting here like, people shouldn't panic. People shouldn't panic. But uh, just... Just to be safe, Simon's uh, not here today. He's doing it remotely. <laughs> That's, like, what I'm <laughs> That's what no, I'm saying. No, listen, I think that was very practical, frankly. And I'm glad it was so easy to do this because I would feel bad if, you know, it was like Again, smash, smash cut to the fucking fans. Like, this episode sucked. Simon's mic was all over the place. Fuck you yeah, guys. Sorry. You guys yeah, can eat maybe. shit and suck dicks. <laughs> smash cut. Next week, I'm at home calling it. Yes, yes. So it's all coming down the pipe. No, like I said, hopefully, uh, Mary, we wish her nothing but the best speedy recovery of her normal strep throat. And you know what I'm saying? From afar. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about Joe's whole uh, demon thing? He's talked about it in this episode. He talked about it in the next episode. And he talked about it on the um, Corona podcast there, the um, fighting one. You're giving intent the, the, to the bad things? No, no. He's, well, de- the demons are the virus. Of course. And if, and if we looked at this thing as demons instead of as a virus, people would be a lot more concerned. I think that's the most ridiculous statement yeah, ever. I, I see I, I where he's going. Are, but I think I've, people are concerned. Especially because there's the saying that people have their own demons. Okay, well, now we're just going down a weird rabbit hole. But Well, no, a demon is a, yeah. 
I guess we are. I mean, what is a demon, Simon? It's a thing we made up. So Joe's saying, if this thing was a thing we made up, it'd be a lot scarier. Obviously, like, yeah, if it was if it was 60-foot dragons flying around <laughs> blowing hot fucking fire on us, yes, well, obviously there'd yeah, be more reason for panic. I'm with that. That's, pre- that's pretty much his point. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, it's pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's pretty much his point. Um, oh, shit. And just to finish, uh, so there's a new Alex Garland show coming out all about uh, Jeff Garland. No, no, no. Who's Alex, Alex Garland. He's the guy who did, um, the beach and, uh, something, uh, X machina. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a-, a show about the people who started the simulation. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. That should be Is that an HBO show or? Well, I doubt we'll ever get to find out. No, it's not. Sorry. It's on Hulu. So I don't know how we're going to get it. Like you can jerry rig your shit to get Hulu. Oh yeah, just like through your TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You just get a VPN. The VPN, then you pick a US IP address, and then uh, you you lost me at VPN. Okay, yeah. whatever. A VPN is something that you can just go online and buy very simply. Simon, you pay a monthly fee, like seven bucks, six bucks. You- As a Jew, you lost me at monthly fee. <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go then i guess you're not getting hulu no no uh we're gonna rate this thing we're done with it that's it or kamar did you have anything else to add to uh fortune femester no female cult leaders no female cult leaders you know that for a fact you checked no of course he put didn't. it out there baby come on oh. he wants to be well, proven you, wrong you know the the internet still functions prove me wrong Kamara Simon's been smoking a personal joint this entire podcast just for your... I've been able to smoke cigarettes, which is interesting. Oh, Simon's never coming back to the podcast. This is it. This is actually the end of the podcast. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see if we get any feedback from any listeners. It's probably a good idea to smoke as many cigarettes as you can, Simon, while this thing goes around. Really build up that immunity. Well, like I said, half of my rations are things that do me more harm than good. So Yeah. All right. Rate fortune. We'll start with uh, you, Simon. Since you're remote. Uh, yeah, I'll give Fortune um, 3.75. Thought it was an interesting podcast. Thought she was terrific. And um, I wish her nothing but the best. Kamar. I give it a three. Just it was just it wasn't anything too profound, but I liked her. Yeah, I'm with Kamar. Big three ball. And she smoked a joint. We forgot to even talk about that. That was brave of her. And she held, she, she held it on to the end. She obviously wasn't a weed smoker. So weird to me watching people in their 30s and late 20s get peer pressured into doing something they don't normally do, like drugs. <laughs> I, don't yeah. think, I don't think the doctor smoked weed either. No, I the love the moments weed. on Rogan where somebody really, you can tell that they really want to smoke weed and they never have. And they're like trying to convince themselves and convince Joe to have it happen for the first time on the show. And Joe usually is like, no, no. Well, who you know? was it? Michael Yo? Is that his name? What the? Yeah, the- he, he's, a, he's a guy. Come on. That was crazy when he was like, I, I, I don't want to smoke weed, but I know when I smoke weed, I'm going to smoke with you. He's like, okay, let's smoke right now. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Very interesting. They didn't, though. He was trying to get another appearance on the show. Maybe. No, she was it's cool. like It's like Costanza leaving his hat after yeah. the date. Planted yeah. that we're going to smoke a joint together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, do the last one then. All righty. What's this guy's name? Ed Hubbard? Uh, Ed Norton? Nope, not Ed Norton. That's for sure. No, let Is me find Ed? it here. Is it even Ed? 
I don't think it's Ed, but I'll tell you in two seconds. I think I'm losing vision. What? No, I'm kidding. Are you all right, Kamar? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's having a stroke. His name is Hugo Hugo. Martin. I was close. Hugo Martin. Ed Norton. Hugo Martin. Hugo Martin. And it's 14.41. And it's one hour and 24 minutes too long. And I just couldn't care less about this hour and 24 minutes of who gives a fuckery. If the world wasn't ending, I'm sure it'd be a little more informative if you were an avid gamer. No, because I am an avid gamer. But do you ever play a game where you use the mouse and the keyboard? Well, technically, every game I play can be like. But do you, would you I'm not a ever, mouse. No, I'm a console player, which now Joe, people are shitting on me. Joe, don't so know. you're not a true gamer. Then, yes, you're right. Simon, my apologies. Are, yeah. I think that's like my son uses. Sorry, come on. Sorry. I think that's the creepiest thing ever. I hate it. I hate it. What? Playing video games on a computer? Keyboard and mouse. You think it's the creepiest thing ever? Give me a controller all day long. Yeah, I'm the same Oh, way. me too. I can only use a controller. I can't play any game on the thing, but my son... But let me... So when, go when ahead. he plays on the PlayStation or whatever, he uses obviously a normal controller, but when he plays his computer games, he uses a keyboard. Yeah, well, let me say this. And mouse. Let me say yeah, this. The, mouse, the yeah. last couple of iterations of games that have come out have been multi-platform, meaning you when you go online, you can play against Xbox players and PC players. Like Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Like Call of Duty right now, when you play, you play against Xbox and PC players. And let me just that tell you. That must suck. Yeah, PC players will fuck your shit up. Because your joysticks yeah. like that and their joysticks like that. Dude, the the their their range of motion is so much faster, more flu- first of all, it's more fluid too. Like they're playing on they're playing on the highest settings possible, the highest frame rate, the highest refresh rate. The game for them is so much smoother. So they're just fucking, I mean, you can tell when you come up against one of them. Their aim is flawless for the it's most just, part. I don't have confidence in my fingers going the directions, but I think you get used to it. I just, I find that so unnatural. It's crazy when you watch these kids on Twitch, dude. They're just, their arm is flying around there with that fucking mouse. You watch them play games? I've watched a few of them, yeah. I mean, I usually just watch, like, my YouTube is on autoplay, Kamar, so it'll just play whatever videos up next but the majority of people you watch they play with a uh, controller or the mouse or keyboard depends on the game i think i'm just a uh i'm not really a boomer there you losers but uh just younger than a yeah, boomer well we we grew up with consoles i grew up with nintendo atari with one button there you go and the joystick did they did they play Fortnite with a keyboard mat or was that only um it was up to you there was only i'll, t- I'll tell you this simon when it was at like its peak when they were playing for like $10 million, yeah. uh, there were, I think, two or three guys out of the hundred that were playing with controllers. Everybody else was playing with keyboards? Yeah, so 3% of the field that made it to the top played wow. with controllers. Wow, that's crazy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's 10% of the field, but it's a very, very low number. Very I low. hate, like, I, I just can't even understand how keyboard could be faster. I, I just... Because I'm so bad at it, you know what I mean? It's so clunky to me. You're forgetting, too, though. You didn't grow up. Like, dude, we didn't grow up with a computer. These kids grow up learning to type yeah. at a very young I, age. Like picking, I, I, like picking a language up. When you start something when you're young, it's exponentially easier as you get older because it's just muscle memory. So these kids can type. Like, they know where the fucking, where every button on that keyboard is. Whereas I'd be sitting there like, where's the X? Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you as, this. If I had, if I felt like taking gaming seriously, I would go out and buy like 
a $4,000 kitted out PC with like the best mouse possible, but I just don't. It'll never happen for me. It's never happening for me. I'm never going to get into games. And and that's there's nothing against him. My only problem with this guy is he went out as a, you know, there's a nice family friendly, no coarse language, just glory kills. And I love uh, that Joe called him on it. You can uh, shove uh, you can rip a guy's arm off and shove it down his throat. And every fifth word he said was fuck, because he was trying to be in the moment, be cool with it's fuck. What it is is fucking cool. We said some really fucking cool stuff. I was like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, listen, I agree with you. When he was like. Even his rationale of being like, well, my kid knows he can't go and tear an arm off and shove it down someone's throat, but he knows he can say fuck. And it's like, yeah, the reason he can say fuck is because you say fuck. And when he grows up, he's going to be allowed to say fuck just like everyone else. After he watches this, he's going to say fuck because you said fuck every five fucking answers. Well, listen, it's, you know, I always find it weird when you meet people that are like, don't curse around me. It's mostly in the States. It's rare that you find a Canadian that's like that. But I always find that weird. Like cursing actually offends people some people which i find very odd very odd i mean we even had that review where they were like fuck 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 that's all these guys say well yeah we also have a uh a no more come talk well yeah yeah i no was gonna say for the post talk. joe but yeah we've been censored but no i don't mind fucking swearing i uh <laughs> i'll tell you this i know my three-year-old nephew happens to listen to this so yeah. i'm cognizant of not swearing I don't think he's too familiar with the concepts, but he does uh, tell my sister that I swear and questions it. So I will tell you that I am. But I've found more success on stage without swearing. So there's something to that. In a crowd of people, if there's 100 people and 25 people don't like swearing, that's 25 people you're losing, you know what I mean? And I, I, I don't think it's necessary to swear. I don't think it's wrong to swear. But a video game with glory kills... Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. That's what I think. And so I I didn't feel this guy. I just find it unrealistic to think that even the most staunch Christian person, if it came down to the apocalypse and they were ripping an arm off a zombie and shoving it down their throat, wouldn't curse at some point. Have some dignity. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't know. You effing zombie. (laughs) Oh, jeepers. Yeah, like, come on. What are we doing here? Golly, Winky Mergie. You You know know what? what Go ahead. Go ahead, Simon. No, 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 no. Finish, finish, please. No, no. I was just going to say is like looking at the thing when this popped up on my feed, I saw that he was a game developer and I was like, I thought to myself, I, as someone that plays video games a lot, I just don't, I have no interest. The only person I might want to hear on that podcast talk about developing a video game would be someone from Rockstar Games. And that's maybe where it, and that's a big maybe. Because you play that no, game. No. That one guy was amazing. McCormick, he was like a futurist. He he was really cool, man. Sure, but that's different. What about You know who I'm talking about, yeah, though, yeah. right? He was a video game developer. Well, you guys used to play a lot of EA Sports. What about those developers? I don't, listen, first of all, I will go on record FIFA. as saying, I think EA is one of, if not the worst companies in the world. It's the Amazon of the video game. Do you world. still play their games? This is the last. I, I own. <laughs> no, I whatever. Laugh I away. Don't, Kamar. No, I, I, I don't, don't think you play any games. I own That's FIFA. Right. I uh, FIFA twenty is the last one I've bought. I only bought one EA Sports game this year. It was FIFA twenty, and, and I. You didn't spend any money on it, so that's good. But you continue to play it. 
during this lockdown, will you play it? Yeah, unfortunately, I will. Okay. The, the worst. Well, it'll it'll it be really good this. for the lockdown. That yeah, it'll be good for the lockdown. I, I kind of wish I uh, had that to do during the lockdown. My point, though, Kamar, is I don't want to hear anyone from EA go on there because they're all full of fucking shit anyway. What uh, The reason I said Rockstar Games is because I think Grand Theft Auto is a different kind of experience, even Red Dead, and I'd like to hear one of them go on and maybe talk about, like, the team they have work because the shit you can do in grand theft auto the size of it the scope the level of to me those are the worst that's the one that's the real problem if you want to say any video games are a problem that's the real problem what is uh the gtas we're not talking about them being a problem i'm talking about but you want to talk about them being a problem no 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 i i just that one in particular i i i don't know seems crappy to me seems crappy how just i don't know man it's just a weird one because it's so real life right like the other ones all seem to have like uh you know i don't know zombie killing or war or something yeah but i think it's but the thing about gta is that it's portrayed as if you're watching every gangster movie that's ever been made kind of all Mm -hmm. at once so it's kind of implied that like it's as much as it's based in the real world it, it really isn't yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Except that you make yourself. You don't. No, you're a, you're a person. Oh, you don't design your own character? No, and the last G, the, the way the last GTA worked was actually interesting. You played three different characters. You played an African-American gentleman, a rich white dude, and then the worst piece of shit white trash piece of garbage you've ever encountered, and you had to switch to them like throughout the throughout the whatever, throughout your life and do different missions as them. And then eventually you'd come together and do missions as like the three of them. But that's how it works. I mean, you didn't, you didn't create well, your own. That sounds kind of cool, actually. Yeah. And if whoever designed that was on Joe Rogan, this would have been a good podcast. But I just, I, I know one person who likes this game in particular. It's Doom, right? Yeah, Doom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it did look amazing. They played the trailer for it. Sure. And of course, the they person, all look amazing. It looks amazing. Let me tell you why it's not going to be popular at all. Because he didn't talk enough about the multiplayer. Multiplayer is the only... No one cares about a campaign. <laughs> Joe tried to get him to talk about it, too. Yeah, well, that's... And the reason he wouldn't is because there really wasn't one. And that's where Joe's pushback was. He was like, why would you not create some sort of, like... I mean, Joe really wanted a 1v1 multiplayer, but... He said there was two-on-one or something. Which is retarded. What does that mean? It means me and you against Simon. But Simon's, like, some super character. So it's going to be tougher to get him down, I guess, sir. And then Simon could play... Uh, with someone else against someone else? I guess. Doesn't make sense. Listen, man, Call of Duty just released their Battle Royale, which is 150 people in one map. And that if must you, be awesome. And if you die, like it's last man standing pretty much. So you have to just make it through 150 people. But if Do you so win it's like anything? Fortnite. No, but the point, Kamar, is... Well, no, the, to say you don't win anything is ridiculous. Once, once this shit cools down and they start having tournaments again, there'll be tons of money to make. Yeah. If you're good. But the point is, is they had 6 million players at once the other day, which is insane. So no one's competing with that game right now anyway. Like when Doom comes out, they're not going to take 3 million of those players away from Call of Duty. It's never going to happen, ever. Hey, M- Maddie, remember a couple of years ago, it, right around Christmas time, the um, PlayStation Network crashed? Do you remember that? Because there's so many people were trying to use it. Sure, yeah. I wonder if that's going to happen again when everybody's at home. That'd be bad. That yeah. would definitely suck. Yeah. 
That'd be the worst just, time for them. Just a, another kink in the wheel. I'm going to have to start tuning my guitar. Oh, God. You know what got me thinking is um, Neuralink. Yeah. Once Neuralink is out, which, I mean, I think it's probably almost here, right? Okay. Judging from what everybody's been saying. Um, the VR plus Neuralink, that's going to be it. That'll be the, uh, you're there, you know? Because you won't have to, there'll be no more download time, right? Like I imagine. You just said you're there. Where's there? Goggles instead of goggles, you mean? You're talking about like you're in the the game or what are we talking about? Just in in virtual reality, you know? Like right now you can. I think it, I mean. Simon, the idea of, yeah, the idea of Neuralink is that it's augmented reality. So you still see through your eyes, but it adds things or takes things away. Which would be mm-hmm. perfect for the simulation. So if you're walking down the street, you can say to Neuralink, like, I don't want to see cars. And it will get rid of all the cars digitally. I swear, I just realized when I saw his name, and I always Wikipedia who this person is, it said travel reporter. Yeah. And I thought it was an expert coming in to, to talk, talk about, about the effect of gotcha. this virus. I was thought, oh, what a great bookend to the week. But this was just, he owed a guy a favor. What a great time to launch the game on his part. You know what I mean? People are going to have time. But, I guess. Uh, Bert Kreischer's special is coming out tomorrow. Uh, Tom's news. is coming out on the 24th. Wow, what a time to be alive. Well, to, sorry, Matt. The point I was making was to play the game, you'll be, the Neuralink makes it like instantaneous, you know? Well, you There's saw, no more. You saw that episode of Black Mirror, obviously. Where the two right, dudes are exa- fucking inside the video game. It's exactly like that. Yeah. It's teach me Kung Fu. Yeah. Well, that's put your I- tongue in my ear <laughs> or asshole shower with Kamar every morning. God, that is like just the most um, disturbing black mirror of all time, man. Yeah. Super fucked up. That's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that Captain Power game I was telling you guys about, you know, the TV Power show Bottom? with the, uh, yeah, Captain Power Bottom, exactly. Yeah, the toy you bought that you could play yeah, with the TV that show. That really was like the first interactive. Yeah, breaking some serious boundaries. I know it didn't really work, but it still was, they were on to something big, man. I remember Leisure Suit Larry. That game was the best. Trying to get oh, Larry dude, laid. That that's, that's like a combination between. GTA, you know what I mean, with the going through the world and it's well that you're just content. trying to fuck girls. Yeah, and it's a weird yeah. stick figure, but throw in no, the, no, no, what, dude? Leisure Suit Larry evolved like, to where it was almost yeah, like The yeah. Sims, and you'd walk Larry yeah. up to the bar, oh, and get him exactly. a drink and stuff. That's I remember very I early. You're talking about like Leisure on. Suit Larry one and two, where yeah. it was like a flat, Floppy like disc. a two D. Yeah, and it was just him like in a hot tub, and you'd talk to her like, hello, oh, hello. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know that one. Well, I know the one you're talking about, Matt. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> yeah, you're nah, close, nah, though. Nah. Um, Leisure Suit Larry as if. That's crazy. They could never make that game nowadays somehow. Well, isn't that what GTA is? No, because in GTA, no. it, GTA, you don't do anything. It's implied. So, like, you can go pick up. What do you mean? A- you don't see yourself fucking the girl? No. How do you play this game? Oh, I thought it was like a porn you were watching. No, man. What happens is like you can pick up a prostitute and she'll get in the car. Like you honk at, you pull up, you honk. There's a little conversation. She gets in. You can drive into an alley. 
like a dark alley or a, just an alley, and then the car will start shaking, like side um, to side. You know what? I made a lot of uh, preconceived uh, judgments about this game. I should play it, I think. Yeah. I mean, Simon, there is definitely, there's one, there's one mission where you have to torture a guy. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. That's pretty graphic. Yeah. I thought that you like, I don't know. I, I thought you could like do really weird shit in that game, apparently. No, no. Dude, yeah. a lot of kids play that game. They're not out there trying to throw like, again, that's why I said it's implied because it is in there. If you want to pick up a hooker. You yeah, can... yeah. But you can't decide to like give her a golden shower. No. What kind of game yeah, okay. do you think this is? You can kill. I thought that's Listen, what kind of game this was. Simon, when when she gets but, out and you pay her, you can then get out of the car and beat her to death and take your money yeah, back. I knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what Leisure Suit Larry was. You could like do really weird shit in that game. Well, I don't remember it that well, but either way. No. Anyways, maybe I'm imagining things. Yeah, I think you've made up this video game world that's full of pornography and. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That seems true. to be your Let, sticking point. Let's rate this. I'll give you my rating right away. It was 0.5. Oh, so you're just done with this? Well, I don't know what else to talk about. That was... Uh, well, talking about a video game podcast at this time is just uh, unbelievably boring to me. I I'm getting distracted. I've got to get to my post, Joe. I've got some big stories. Okay. Well, first of all, let's just look, let's wrap this up the normal way, first of all. Yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was rude of me. Does anybody have anything else to add to Hugo Martin? Well, no. I was just going to say, in closing, you know, Simon and I spoke about uh, how this thing was really going to affect Joe and the potential of him getting guests in. And then he has this guy on, and it's like, oh, my God, it could be. This could just be like the next couple of months of Joe Rogan's. It will be it will be definitely really interesting to see what happens. I know it's not like the biggest concern for anybody, but just to see what happens with the Rogan show and who gets on there and who's even able to make it anywhere, you know? Oh my god, I have the best question ever in closing. If if Jamie contacts us this week, says Joe's short on guests wants to have you guys on, can you be here this week? Well, you're still allowed to travel between the Canada and the U.S. I get it. I'm asking you, do we go? I'm like the roadrunner. There's a hole of me in the wall <laughs> in my car. There's just a, there's an outline of where Kamar used to be. Mm -hmm. Simon? Well, at least that's good that we could send Kamar as our ambassador. I would go. He's, he's willing to run headlong into it. I'd drive. God, that's like, I don't even, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's the play. But you can imagine doing it. And Simon. just drive right to the studio, wait in the parking lot. I guess you'd have to go fill in up a, in a hazmat suit. But no, I guess you'd have to fill up like a cooler full of. Why are we talking about this? Joe, Joe's never having us on. Who gives a shit? I just wanted to see if you guys would the make the trip. world is coming to an end, Simon. You well, it shows go. you how um, how much precaution I'm taking, Matt, because I'm not leaving a hole in the wall, uh, Kool Aid Man style. Interesting. Someone brought up the best point the other day. Is the Kool-Aid man's face in the Kool-Aid or is it on the pitcher? No, it's on the pitcher. And it's a glass pitcher sense. with a black stencil the on it. The Kool-Aid possesses the glass. Because otherwise, when the oh, Kool-Aid moved, his face would move all around. But no, but Kamar just happens. said, hold on. Kamar just said the Kool-Aid possesses the glass. So that would imply that the mouth is in the Kool-Aid. On the glass. Oh, I'm going to do a little bit of no, research I'm... and I'm going to get back to you. Okay. <laughs> the glass has the face on it. And when the Kool-Aid, it comes alive. Okay. Well, Kamar, Simon gave this a 0. 0.5. Uh, I give this a one, one and a half. 
I can't think of one thing that I found interesting about this whole podcast and I listened to it like an hour ago just to try to get the most out of it. And I give it a one. So there you go. He swore too much. Not enough swearing in the game. <laughs> too much come talk. Not enough come talk. Oh, that's true. To be addressed. We're oh, like we're sorry. like the uh, Can you hear that? Yeah, the dogs. Yeah, we can hear that. Yeah. We're like uh Little Red Riding Hood. Not enough come talk. Too much come talk. My come talk That's was just Goldilocks. perfect. Sorry, Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Whatever. Get your fucking shit together, Maddie. All right, Simon, you can, uh, well, I guess, stick around and I'll do yep. this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, especially during these uh, trying, trying times. Uh, if you want to email us during these trying times, you can do so at jreepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They are J-R-E-E podcast. Um, if you're hitting us up on Twitter, you're dealing strictly with Kamar. And if you're hitting us up on Instagram, you're dealing with Simon and I. So I guess we should probably mention that as well. There's also a Reddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. You want to join the conversation. Uh, and a Patreon. Now, we know it's trying times out there, so we don't expect anyone really to join during this time, if, especially if you're strapped for cash. Just hold on to that shit. You never know what's going to happen. But if you do want to join, be worthless. if you do want to join and you do want to support the show, there is a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash JRE podcast. Uh, when you join, you'll get the post show on Tuesday uh, and you will also get an episode of this won't age well. Um, I'm not going to lie. We were going to do four episodes. Of this won't age well this month because of how many Mondays there are. But I don't think you're going to get the fourth one. I don't think we're going to get to record it. Just throwing that out there. So we apologize, but that's what you'll get from so, the Patreon. It all depends on your uh, lady's speedy recovery. Well, or we could try this remote remote thing. Oh my <laughs> god, no! This I, I this is this is like out of the this is out of only necessity. We're gonna try to get back to all three of us in the same room. Yeah, man. ASAP. We do apologize. We hope this wasn't too bothersome. Um, like I said, if you did stick around, thank you so much for listening. What's wrong, Kamar? I wish Simon was just upstairs and we were focused stud, <laughs> like going that deep in it. Real dick move. Kam- Kamar's Instagram, your Instagram, my Instagram. At oh, Kamar yeah. Babar for the news and the weather and my smiling. That's all I'm going to be doing. There's a lot of weather reports coming out, guys. <laughs> Three times your daily. Weather, your weather has been amazing lately, Kamar. Well, I got to tell you. As soon as I saying what's trips. actually going on, I've been spot on. Yeah, thank you. So Kamar's going to be giving you weather on the 15 and the 45 on Instagram. Yeah, you can follow you Simon on Instagram. Uh, Bigfoot Sighting Society. I'm going to post some original art on there. That's my new thing. Your art? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm getting out of my own way, Maddie. Good for you, Simon. I figure it all has to do with aliens and monsters anyways, so it kind of fits the bill. You Perfect. know what I mean? Perfect. Yeah. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram... I guess you can do so. It's Floydy F L O I D with five E's. Like I said, I might be on that Twitch this week. Twitch, playing some uh, Twitch. Playing some Warzone since I'm since I'm gonna be I on I can't wait. I'm lockdown. gonna watch you if you do, Matt. It's the only way we're gonna see each other. Awesome. I'm uh, gonna pay I'm gonna pay the money so I can leave a comment. Oh sweet, donate. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. <laughs> Maybe I can get rich during these tough times <laughs> through through friends. Uh, Simon donated one pound of rice. Yeah, there um, you go. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys stay safe out there. Um, Don't loot or riot or gouge or be a dick. Help your fellow people out. Help your neighbors out. Help people that you wouldn't normally help out. Um, 
It's gonna be a tough couple of months. Let's all let's all stick together during this time. Let's not be fucking assholes about this. And Simon? Uh, keep your eyes open out there, people, and your mouths closed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Goodbye. Later. Thank you.